0: When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Harry Potter in Review. That's right, we are ranking and reviewing every single movie in the Harry Potter cinematic universe. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Andy Cortez. <laughs> I swear, Kevin just discovered something new about this the intro. The camera is make. it
1: always all jittery like that?
2: Oh, I didn't see it jittery. He just oh, went, he how- just went
1: oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you see what I'm talking about? Like, no, out, like at the end, looking. it goes like this. No, just see. a tiny,
0: just a tiny bit. No, okay. didn't see. We talking we, about how cool? We your got Kevin. Are? He's real hyped up. No, <laughs> he's I'm drinking fine. some purple drink. It's red. More of like a
3: red drink. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You know what? It's definitely not purple. Like yeah, it's not man, purple. I, I would say we can Tim compromise is, and say pink. <laughs> Tim has been out of <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I'm back. It's Tuesday. Nick, a fresh did you we did you miss it? We're
2: doing games daily and Tim is reading this news and he's like, Here's this brand new news article that came out August Second.
0: <laughs> and his mind is just like, where am I? Like, What year am I in? Oh, man. It happens. It happens. It, was, uh, it was some time traveling shit. We got Nick Scarpino. Pour it everyone. is his CZ, the patented CZ pour. There it is. There it oh. is.
3: Oh, you hear that hiss? You hear that sizzle? Uh, it's tasty. This won't be the only one we get through. This is a longer movie, I feel like, even though it was shorter one. than everyone else. <laughs> <It was> the <laughs> second shortest Harry Potter movie, but yeah. me two cynics. It's had a lot going on in it. This is Harry Potter
0: and the Order of the Phoenix, released on July eleventh, two thousand seven, directed by David Yates, who My will drink. go on to, to direct a whole bunch of other movies, uh, including Half Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows Part One, Deathly Hallows Part Two, The Legend of Tarzan, Yeah, <laughs> uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, and Fantastic Beasts Three, Four, and Five. Man, I yeah. really like this guy. I was unaware.
3: There was five of these. Yeah, they're lines. really
4: going to stretch out this fucking story whatever it becomes.
0: God damn it.
3: Dude, it, did we know that? Yeah. No, I did not know that. And that's disheartening, to say yeah, the least.
0: I thought it was a trilogy.
3: No. I would assume that they would just cap it off at the old three. Considering the last one was a jumbled mess, we were like, what the fuck is happening? Take out this? this old dog out right. back and just I'm and not take gonna it for lie. one last walk. You I know spaced
1: know what I mean? out there for a little bit. I got an email that I was reading. Uh, we talking about Fantastic Beasts? <laughs> There's five of them. Yeah. You guys didn't know there was five of them? No. Oh. Yeah. They haven't even announced when the third one's gonna happen.
0: How? Yeah, 2021. It just says now. You're right.
1: There's no date on it though, and it's just like, what? Come on, let Whatever. us know.
0: Whatever. They're not good movies. Um, budget of 150 million dollars and a box office of 940 million buckaroos, Nick. It's a lot of money. It's almost, good. almost a Billy. Yeah, buddy. Order of the Phoenix became the sixth highest grossing film of all time. By the end of its theatrical run, um, and <laughs> it opened to a worldwide five-day opening of $333 million, 14th of all time, and grossed $940 million, like I said, second to Pirates of the Caribbean for the greatest total of 2007.
2: Caribbean, that's right.
0: Caribbean. 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 Yeah. It
1: doesn't Caribbean, matter. It's Caribbean. the same. It's yeah, right.
0: You say tomato. I say Caribbean. Deal, with, true. It. Deal with it. Um, as always, we're going
3: to avoid future spoilers, but what did we think about this movie before we get into that plot? I'm shocked that everyone didn't like this movie. I, I, I mean, I thought it was fine. I don't think it's necessarily the best of the Harry Potter films we've watched so far, um, especially if you've read the book. there's It, it, it kind of clips by at a very, very fast pace, which I think does a disservice to the material. Because mm. like, I don't think you really understand how bad it was at Hogwarts with, under Unbridge's rule. Until until you've read like 200 pages of all the shit that she puts these kids through, which is so validating when Fred and George do what they do, and then when she gets her final comeuppance at the end. Um, but I didn't I didn't think this was as bad. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, didn't I know anyone thought it was bad. I'm just fucking around. I found oh, this I, like, I mean, you I guys were talking about like this movies. is the worst movie. I was like I don't think this well, is the, the worst
1: movie. I think this is the worst movie out of all of them. But I really like these movies, it, just in the sense that like this wow. one is like slower. And I just don't enjoy not enough Christmas in it personally. <laughs> Got it.
0: The Kevin
3: Cloak Christmas scale. I see. I, I like this movie. I, I mean, I like the book. Um, and obviously, if you're if you've read the books, you've you always have like your favorite and yada yada yada. We saw a lot of people last week who were like, "This God, what's my favorite book?" People were like, "Ask me, what's my favorite book?" This is one of my favorite books, um, largely because this is where Harry really, really comes into his own. Right where like we get the great scene where Hermione he's like we need someone to teach us defense against the dark arts and Hermione's like well considering you're the only person that we know who's ever fought a bat a dark wizard like you're the best person to teach us and then even visually he slowly goes from being a student to then wearing like the he wears like the the sweater that his dad like would wear or that Lupin would wear yeah, and prior like things. Lupin. So he no. starts looking more like a professor, and then he actually turns out that he's actually a good teacher. I, I, I love that. And I love the transition from Harry being like a student to being like, now I'm a leader, now I'm actually the person that people talk about, like me being. Having like,
0: not read the books at all, I enjoyed the hell
3: out of this movie. Yeah. I Go thought on. that yeah, like, compared to,
0: to the me. last one, um, the Goblet of Fire, where I was like, that's the one that kind of turned for me, where I'm like, I like this. These two remind me a lot of Sorcerer Stone and Chamber of Secrets, where it's like, I feel like Chamber is worse than Sorcerer's Stone, but has some better moments, mm-hmm. and I feel the same way here, where it's like, this doesn't, there's no moments that are that hype, but there's a lot of good throughout it, like a lot of things that, that happen, and a lot of just character development, and a lot of Uh, I love the whole Harry like kind of teaching the the kids and the way I thought the Umbridge stuff came off really well because I I have nothing to compare it to. It's just, I'm like, cool, I get it. They're fucking taking over. And I love the idea of the government coming in to take over the schools. Fascist
3: regime. And
0: it's, that's just so, so interesting. and something I didn't expect these movies to go into. Yeah, that's um, good.
1: I was just gonna say the the ending battle is like fucking amazing. It's awesome. It's, and great. it's great to see these two full blown wizards going at it. As hard well, as not possible. only that, but
3: you get that great scene right beforehand where we actually see what it would be like for Aurors to go against dark wizards like Death Eaters, and it's just like no. The, I mean, the, the one great thing I like about that is, and they've touched about it, they touched on it a little bit when uh, Harry did the duel with Malfoy back beforehand, where he's like. Don't don't say your spells, yeah, all that stuff. You you notice that none of them are actually saying spells. They're just oh, yeah. throwing out well, shit yeah, the and it's awesome. Things, and the scene, yeah, you're right. The scene where we get to, which was I think I alluded to the very first episode of this show, but like there's a moment in the book where you turn the page after one chapter and the next chapter is called The Only One He Ever Feared. And it's it starts with, with Dumbledore coming through the flu. And like seeing Voldemort, and they just fucking go at it. And it's not even hype as fuck. And like, then then the Order of the Phoenix
0: comes. You're just like, all right, motherfucker. Motherfucker. I just I
2: needed Yoda flipping around. (laughs) (laughs) But But
1: there's just a a lot of people don't like Attack with Clones. But like, this is the first time we saw Yoda fucking actually have a lightsaber and
2: use it. And it's the same thing where it's like we've heard so much about Dumbledore. Now we actually sort of see right seeing
1: like him doing this giant. What, the, the the bubble that protects him from the shards of glass tournament him into Oh my god! Sand? It glass the thing was
3: silly. Yeah, like, shit! That's going to be see, in your hair You all see in his weird. eyes. You yeah, see yeah. In his but eyes at one point it. though that he's like, I can't keep this up forever. Like in Voldemort does the same thing where they're like, they have met their matches, but at some point you kind of get the feeling like like Voldemort might overcome him. But there is that great. Fucking part. The choreography in this scene is so good. One thing I want to draw attention to is there's no music in this scene. It's all diegetic. I I love love that part. It's so dope. And then two, there's that beautiful moment where like they're going at it, and the choreography is just so cool because as he like whips his wand, Voldemort comes and he breathes fire, and the the basilisk of fire comes out, (sighs) and then it's just this like almost a ballet of you versus me versus you back to you, and then he takes the water to the fire and all that stuff, and then sand, and then just done. And then he's like, "I finally realized that I can beat you because I'm in Harry's mind." And you're like, "Oh fuck!" And that's yeah. that. All that part plays so beautifully, and with the main theme of this film, which is like. Isolation and whether or not Harry should go out on it its own, and the one thing that makes him different uh, than Voldemort is that he has friends and yeah. that he knows love. Our friendship, baby, and it's so good. And we get those we get really cool well. cutaways. Mm-hmm. We get those really uh, really cool. Moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, horrible. Your very, very good. I saw too. that and I was like, I bet Andy is gonna yeah, have a problem. That, with that is that <laughs> is
2: Peter Parker <laughs> going in front of the screen, <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> that is that exact moment. Uh, I. I felt kind of um, the same way I felt after Gol- Goblet of Fire, where I, I didn't feel like I loved it or disliked it either way. It was just kind of like, there were some really cool moments. There were some moments that felt slower. Um, I still don't think I, I like this as much as Azkaban still. That's Whoa. like still my number one. Um, but yeah, there were, I, I think it was kind of slow in some moments. Um, but they do a great job with, I think, Harry's character development and sort of you know, you see that struggle at the beginning. You see him struggling with his friends, and his friends want to be there for him. Ron and Hermione want, desperately want to be there for him, even though they know he's going through a lot of shit. And, and I love that they stick with him regardless because, you know, he's struggling, and they're like, what do you need, man? And he's just like, "I fuck, just leave me alone. And they're just like, all right, whatever you need, dude. Yeah, we're here for you. And they stick with it, and he sort of turns around and is like, you know what? Like, I need to... Th- that's what I need. I uh, I Forgot who tells him that like look Voldemort wants you to be isolated who tells him that uh Luna uh, Luna
3: Luna yeah. Luna's like I want, love that they scene. A good scene. Yeah, it's a good scene. great, if great, great of Voldemort, I would want you to feel exactly how you feel right now great of dialogue. And yeah. that's the moment where he realizes fuck I have friends. I can't do this alone. Yeah, and he even talks about that too, which is great Like there's the great scene where he's training everyone and they're, and they're they're trying to convince him in the in the Shrieking Shack to train them And he's like you guys have to understand like I've been through this shit It's not like what you think I most of it was luck most mm. of it was me just just fucking like hap, and then he finally realizes that like, yeah, it's luck, but it's also because he's got people around him that can help him. He's got a team, mm-hmm. and, and it's like it's so, it's 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 not like other stories where. Like Superman just realizes he's super powerful, and then he can just punch through it, right? It is really, the, and from this point on, it really is the ensemble of people that help, and, and that that mix of people is what allows them to succeed, which is the strength of the Harry Potter franchise in general. Yeah. In and a lot of ways, b- oh, sorry,
0: go ahead. in a lot of ways, I feel like this movie is kind of set up and and filler, but like not bad filler. I feel like it's substantial filler as you go, where it's like building the world mm. towards the finale that we're going towards, and like kind of the transitional period from the last movie, where it's like. I loved how much they cut the fluff from this. Like, a lot of things that I've complained about the last couple of movies, just straight up not in this movie. Does Draco even have a line in this movie? No. Fantastic. You know, the I love and, and then uh, Dudley, Dur- the Dursley shit handled great, I thought. Didn't this take what, it's and one it of my was, favorite was, openings to a movie. And it was mm-hmm. cool shit. With the Demetrius coming, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, this fits into the world. Like Immediately, it's London didn't feel like a, a joke. It didn't feel like it was the, the roll doll totally outside of the world of the magic stuff. It felt like it was the same world for the first time in these movies. And I, I enjoyed that a lot. And I thought that the way that they didn't have weird Ron
3: moments. Like, Ron doesn't make a face this entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Doesn't it's he, like, though? Yeah but yeah. he also but Ron's also coming into his own too right because he, he's starting to realize he's that being he's that supportive stupid. friend yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he outsmarts the guys at the end although you don't really see that scene but and Hermione's like oh that was pretty clever of you and he's like All right, thanks he you mentions know. It, yeah. he's like I'm, a, you know, I, I, I'm trying to help as well um, but more than that Ron is also sort of like Harry's totem in this where he's like I'm gonna like he is always the one that's like I got your back some would say he's point. becoming the Samwise to this franchise right now Nick who? same way as why <laughs>
2: right. I do love that line at the end though of I, like there's some good in the world and it's worth fighting for I was like, that's fucking Lord of the Rings bro come
0: on come on come on I do want to add
1: like going over stuff right now it's definitely making me more like m- this movie's a lot better than I'm, I'm giving it
3: credit for right now um. I, yeah. I was. I'm also just gonna give a quick shout out to Harry's hair in this. Yeah. Way better. Best Harry's. Do you want to so rank it? Man? Do you want to rank it yeah, right now? Right Go. Right, right, right. Yeah.
2: That is looking fresh, but the style is hotter. Let's time to rank the hair of Harry Potter. Um. You think this is number one? I think it's. Number I think one. it's still one. number two I think behind. Uh, I think his one, Azkaban. 100%. Really? Yeah. Because the Azkaban had more of that like. The cool, um, like whenever you watch uh, anime and like the main character always has the coolest hair. He he had like that kind of, but that's also just more my vibe. Sort of the messy kind of spiky anime vibe. Azkaban is still number one. I like like this because I feel like it it, fits him
0: best. Like Mm -hmm. him being the teacher guy and stuff. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's your role. Fucking suck it, Harry.
2: All right, well, I guess I'm unvoted. It looks like Order of comes in at number one. (laughs) Cool. I like your new song,
3: by the way. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Because there's no abs in this, so we can't rank abs. No, we can't. There are wigs, though. Are there?
0: You know what? Let's just
3: fucking cut to it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it a wig? I don't
2: know. Wigging out with Scarpino. <laughs> yes, Welcome sir. back to Wigging
3: Out with Scarpino, ladies and gentlemen. Your one and only podcast that covers the wigs in movies. Uh, I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. With me today, I guess, is Tim Gettys, who yeah. had a problem with a lot of the wigs in this movie. No, no problem,
0: no problem. I just saw this and I got what a little, is, little is fun fact. fact a little serious face? fact for you here: uh, Jason Isaacs, who plays Lucius Malfoy, referred to his wig as his Paris Hilton wig. We didn't even know it was a wig until now. Uh, so, it's it's a wig. Job? Really? But there it is. He has That's all blonde is. hair.
3: I assumed it was a wig.
0: I didn't yeah, even think about it. I just, it. Assume
3: I just it assumed, it yeah. assumed yeah. that the actor had long hair. His a wig, Trelawney's a wig, wig. Uh, uh, You've changed Gumb- my life when it comes wig. to wigs
0: before. Unless <laughs> you like, <laughs> opened your <laughs> eyes for <religious, laughs> <but laughs> I
3: opened you your also eyes bro. ages. Trelawney made me
0: think, like, Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah. I yeah. wig it Who's out. Who's Trelawney?
3: Trelawney's uh, the, the, Emma Thompson. Emma
2: Thompson. Emma Thompson, which I think is crazy. She looks so good, man. But yeah, so so, so funny. That's Trelawney? Yeah. All right, let's get to the plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Library whatnot.
2: Um, uh, Greg's not here, but worry not. Nick
0: will tell us the plot. That was your most sexual one yet. I'm trying I, to be I, more mystical with
5: that? All
3: right, the plot. <laughs> you seem to be laboring under the delusion that I'm going to... What was the phrase? Come quietly. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the plot for Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. And let me tell you something Dumbledore, just a bad motherfucker in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All around. All, all around. around. All around. Breaking the rules and shit. Just yeah, still winking. Back. Shit still winking, still waking with do. the best oh, of them. Oh god, I love it. Uh, we start, of course, with some eerie tones and the Harry uh, Potter and the Order of the Phoenix logo, uh, through which we push to reveal a glowing orb. Is in this the clouds. first
0: time that we hear the the actual Harry Potter theme when it's opening?
3: Hmm. No, I think
2: the
0: last one we heard that. Too. Okay, the very. But was this was the like first creepy. time that it hit me where I'm like, oh, it's a Harry Potter movie. Let's go. Because I, I know, think all of them start like that. I don't think they I think do. They do. Or they're at least not like yeah. that bombastic. Like you shouldn't I, feel well, like this so one, was, this one was, now.
3: It's worth noting that this one was, I think, like super minor.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. This one felt way more subtle yeah, uh, and why? less bombastic than I would say Goblet. <laughs> I'm
0: sure. Oh, sorry. I, meant, I just
3: meant minor tones, but I might be thinking Goblet because I think this yeah, one's pretty
0: straight on. This is
3: the theme. I thought Goblet had it too. It might have. Harry is of course sitting in the world's most broke ass playground. I don't know what's happened here, but there was a drought London, in London. Man, they need to figure some, they gotta shit, figure out. some shit out. And there's like three dead bodies behind uh, him. <laughs> Fun
4: fact for this, I, I think I noticed that this time around, just for the, the movie setting, I think this is supposed to be the same park... That he was at when he first sees Sirius um, as a dog uh, in Prisoner of Azkaban, when the um, behind
2: the bus or whatever,
4: yeah, when the, the bus, bus like stop? comes and picks him up. I think that's supposed to be the same part It
3: looks different though, because like yeah. that yeah. was like a park on yeah. the side of a road, and this one's like in the middle of a fucking cornfield that's yeah. been burned out in the during the Dust Bowl. Yeah. Either way, uh, Harry's looking at a mom playing with her kids, one of which, way too old to be playing on the swing set, but whatever. Uh, her mom's like, come on, we gotta go home. This weird kid's looking at you. And he's like, oh, I wish I had a family, but I don't have a family. <laughs> the closest thing I have to a family is Thug Dudley, who's gonna come up right Thug now. Dudley. We're dude, gonna dude, call him Thugly from name. now on. Big old Thugley oh. has come up with his boys. Yeah. Uh, he kind and-
2: of uh, like definitely a little bit of a character change that I didn't, like... I get why they have to do it or whatever, but at Azkaban, uh, at the in, beginning of Azkaban, I appreciated how they kind of made him just seem like this sort of, like, idiot, like this sort of uh, oblivious idiot when he's, like, watching the TV screen still, mm-hmm. even though his aunt is, like, flying up in the air. Mm-hmm. And, bl- I, and I thought, like, I thought, as a kid, I remember thinking that Dudley was going to continue to be sort of, like, this sort of... Bland, like, yeah, this uh, dummy, this sort of dummy that just kind of hangs around that might say, uh, like, might be an asshole every once in a while, but it's still, like, kind of just dumb as shit. But this one is totally
0: just bully as fuck. You you clearly don't understand what happens to white boys when they turn 13. (laughs) They just.
3: Immediately turn into Thugly. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it's Thugly, man. Yeah. And Thugly, of course, starts giving Harry shit because he's been screaming in his sleep, Don't kill Cedric. And, man, they're just mean about it. That's so funny. And fucked he's got up. all of his boys, and they've all discovered basketball shorts, which I think is just a rite of passage for yeah, all, all kids in general. Mm-hmm. Just shorts it's that go right, right down to your, to your feet. You got nothing going Otherwise on. Otherwise known as pants, like really baggy pants. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> is this pants? not
1: the one where they introduce his nickname, Big D? I, was gonna,
6: no, I don't know. We're not going to touch that on that? Big D. Nope. Yeah, I didn't know I that, know. that's I his nickname. Catch it.
1: There's also like book reasons that Barrett may get. It's it the only later. redeeming
2: thing
3: about Dudley. Of course, the, the Dudley then brings Harry's mom into it, which we all know is a trigger for Harry. Like, don't yeah, talk yeah, shit about yeah, Harry's parents. It, we know this because the wand comes out, and Dudley's like, "Oh!" And by the way, really hard to look. Like imposing with the wand, yeah, it's happened a couple times this movie where Bellatrix is like holding it at someone's throat, and you're like, it's not a knife, it's just a stick of wood. And I know that you're gonna, you have curses that can destroy people, <laughs> yeah. but it's not scary <clears throat> when you pull it at someone's what? neck. It's just not. Oh, um, I love that. Of course, uh, before Harry gets a chance to blow Thudley's head off, uh, the sky turns dark and it starts getting cold, and Harry realizes, of course, what's happening. So he grabs Thudley and they run like motherfuckers. And they buggers. just run,
0: which is weird. Like I feel like at some point, what are they running from?
3: Yeah, Harry I think. Knows I coming. Yeah. yeah, I think. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know if he knew Dementors are coming. No, I just he thought something was coming. I just he he knew something coming. was coming. Yeah. yeah,
2: like let's get the fuck out of here, Dudley. Like this is not good. I've been around shit like this.
3: Uh, they run into a uh, like a storm drain area where there's lots of cool tags. Uh, hopefully, this cool Greg can tell us who those people Signful. are. Uh, <laughs> and then everything gets real cold. We start seeing the breath, which is the telltale sign of the Dementors coming. And Harry, looks I got over fucking hyped oh, This man. is I'm
0: like, let's go. Come um, to me, Dementors! And they're freaky. They, they, are they freaky have skulls this time, this time
3: Yeah, they're, they're not in their little garbs anymore. They took the thing off because it's hot. No, it's no, but I think, it's I
2: think one, they <laughs> are.
3: I think they're still in the garbs, but I think they just redesigned them. They just them. pulled it back. They're like, But
2: yeah, I think
4: they made, the, skull. Like, they made the hood just a little tighter to like wrap more around it. It looks hella tight.
3: Yeah. Like, wow. it's <laughs> just on their skull. <laughs> it's really scary. They start giving Harry the Dementors kiss. Uh they start oh thanks bud uh, they start giving uh, thudley the dementor's kiss uh, and then thankfully oh harry tries to do the patronus scares one of them away the other one grabs him uh, and then i think wait what did i just stick with my notes here he shows the, oh that's right he does that cool thing where he he hits one with the patronus and then whew, like whips it around to the other one well, it's even cool. it's
4: even cooler in the book where he like talks to the patronus itself he's like go get it and like the patronus goes and it's like oh fuck that's dope everybody know their patronus really are?
2: Cool. yeah i got mine this weekend Mine's did you mine really? was a bengal
3: tiger yeah. No, you, no, it isn't, you liar. <laughs> it's a lie. Do, the,
0: do the test. Don't
2: do your tongue that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that some nasty Barney right. shit. It's I did, I did mine this weekend. It's a dragonfly. <laughs> Get the uh, fuck out. Let me see that's it's it. It's lame. Yeah, that's no, but it's like Cohen and Cambrian. That's pretty cool.
1: I like that. I love Cohen yeah, and yeah. Cambrian.
3: Their logo's a dragonfly. Can you do too, please? I don't
0: know what the fuck you motherfuckers
3: are. You can go to Pottermore and test for your Patronus, what your Patronus would be. Mine's a Bengal tiger.
6: It's not. Oh, <laughs> liar.
3: Uh, of course, uh, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Fig, Mrs. Figs, Mrs. Oh, fig, shit. Mrs. This is fig. You, dude. Yeah. Thank you.
4: So to go back to my note about why, she, like, why I think it was dumb, she was cut out the first movie because it is kind of a big reveal that yeah. this lady who's babysat Harry for his entire life, oh my has really been a part of the Wizarding community. Like she, he Something thought she squid, was a dude. Muggle. But then she's really like a squib who's part of the wizarding community. And it's like one of those things where they revealed in the movie and it's like, oh, like it's a big
0: deal. And it's like, no, it's not because we don't know who this character is. Fuck. I'm Like right, I looked at GM like this a big problem I have with these movies is they just introduce characters I'm Like yeah. you should have introduced them so much mm-hmm. earlier and yep. just built it because they, and they, they treated that like a reveal and it's yeah. like
3: this ain't no reveal that's ah. a weird looking lady who well, the but fuck she, is she but she didn't really play that big a role in, this, in the movie but, so like, would have I feel like I that would have made did.
1: sense I, I feel like it would have added more because it is like this is a weird reveal that if you know in the books it is kind of cool but
4: like,
3: If I'm not mistaken in the books He like hated her right because she was Kind of like totally different and in this she like flips It she's like let's go and he's like what the fuck Are you talking about and she's mm-hmm. totally different When she comes to save him she's like I'm right or die Right now yeah. but she had been playing like this weird Neighbor character that was kind of weird And like kind of yeah. fucked with him a little she, bit
4: uh, She like kind of was a bad She was s- undercover she was like a bad babysitter On purpose because she yeah. knew if the Dursleys Found out that he was enjoying his time over there. They're, like they would They would, would yeah. not Let her like babysit him. See,
3: well, I mean, I do remember that part, that reveal in the book, being like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Although that's I, don't, cool. I don't remember her being that big of a part of the first couple books. I think they only make to her a few times, right? Maybe once. Uh, she that's shows up mean. like once or if twice. We had just right? Seen her yeah. before. Yeah. It would have yeah. been like, yeah. "Oh shit!" But yeah, I, that would have been a cool reveal.
2: Um, Can you um, imagine
1: how awful it is to be a squib in this world? Like yeah. born not... to a magical family, no magical powers. Yeah, it's uh, like
2: Izuku Midoriya. Dude. Dude. Just like that. That's your
3: herd story. Uh, Harry, of course, brings uh, what is. What does mean? brings uh, th- uh, Thudley home in a state of complete ill repair, or as M- uh, Uncle Vernon calls him, Yumpy. He's Yumpy. He's Loopy or Yumpy, <laughs> which is the word. I was like, Yumpy. And then I, I turn I on the like subtitles. It. That's what it said, Yumpy. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> you Uncle have to Vernon just, I love Uncle Vernon of this because the actor's gotten a little bit older. And he's just eating something out of the fridge with a giant spoon and never puts the spoon down. And he's like, that's it. You've done it this time he doesn't really care anymore, and Thudley's kind of fucked up. I was not think the directors Thudley. are
2: like, you know, you're not supposed to be, like, he's just doing it anyway. They're like, I guess that's just part of his character now.
3: right? <laughs> uh, of course, before uh, Uncle Vernon can reach his limits, his full limits, uh, an owl comes in and drops a note off in the ministry. Uh, they have evidence that Harry has done a Patronus charm at 623 this evening in the presence of a muggle as a clear violation of the reasonable restrictions of underage sorcery. He is expelled from Hogwarts, hoping you are well. Mafalda uh, Hopkirk. Uh, who was a character that I thought was interesting. I thought this should have been... I thought at first this was Umbridge, but it's not. It's a completely different character. Yeah, why? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And then Uncle Vernon just looks at him and goes, (laughs) Justice!
5: Which is great.
3: (laughs) But he's still holding the
0: spoon. This whole scene up till this point, I thought was a dream sequence. Because it was weird that the Dementors came to London. And like, with all that. And also, the colors, we've never seen... Those bright colors in the Harry Potter movies before mm-hmm. were they the, bright? Were the they playground? like dull yellows? He has a very no, interesting. I mean, it's like like the colors the house, themselves, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, and all of yeah. it. I was just like, it was interesting. And then him getting expelled. I'm like, none of this seems right. But then they committed to it. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed
3: that. Um, of course, that night Harry has his first dream. Uh, that is, and his hair looks fantastic. I just wrote that note down here. Sarah. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, <his hair, laughs> I'm such an idiot. (laughs) Harry has a dream of his hair being really long and bad. Also, Cedric dies. It's a flashback from the last movie. Uh, When he wakes, he hears something outside of his door. looks down. The key starts to slowly turn. He grabs his wand to defend himself. I thought it was Dobby. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was too. Until the door blows open. And we reveal the baddest group of motherfuckers on the planet. Mm. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's Tonks, the real Mad-Eye Moody, uh, Kingsley Shacklebolt, and uh, a couple of the other Aurors uh, who I think... We never really see again because maybe they died on the way to the thing. I don't know. There's just two people in the back that I, I kind of wrote their names. I don't so know, one I don't girl know who I mean, plays the wildling. Well, what's that? No, she plays no, the yeah,
2: wildling.
1: No, he already That's said that. that. It's Tonks.
3: Tonks. Uh, a big uh, deal. Fun fact about Tonks. Like her hair changes color with her mood, which I think is cool. And she also can just change her face and all that Apparently stuff. Apparently in the books her hair was pink. Mm. and they changed it to like purple and shit because they were like in this movie pink is on bridge like we can't be fucking around with that's that true. that's sad. I respect that uh, Moody of course calls for their wands and tells them not to break ranks if anyone gets killed and I love this by the way it's <laughs> so dramatic I love it I think in the book they made a bigger deal out of Harry being like oh I've never actually met you before because yeah. prior to this You, other Moody, was a totally different person so this was the first time they actually met
4: I think yeah he calls him Professor Moody and he's like there's no need to call me that I've never been your professor it's like oh yeah that's weird to think about so yeah
3: they have a weird relationship where they actually have to get to know each other because the the, the year prior actually wasn't him and uh,
4: Uh, really quick uh, something I left out last week is uh, the fake uh, Moody actually gives Harry the advice of hey you should look into being an auror because you i think you have like what it takes to do that but then it's he also reflects in this one where he's like that's weird that a, a death eater told me that in disguise so
0: Little
3: things, hmm. fun fact. Uh, they, they uh they fly through London like Superman, uh, and so unnecessary.
0: Go, it's like, hey, fine, you know,
3: what? let's let's you know be not show
0: our magic in public, except let's get as close to as many cruise yeah, but ships you as do, possible. Oh, yeah, but they're like oh, hidden. Forget what you know, they can't forget, see what, you them. Know, forget what you know. You, you also right, don't Eddie. know if
2: they're invisible. They're yeah. invisible. Right. Think about right. that. Definitely not also, that can right.
1: we just take a moment to talk about how fucking cool Moody's like um broom is?
0: Like he I don't remember it. He
1: sits in it like a
0: motorcycle. It's like a Harley. has mm. really got his fucked up round. leg. Yeah. Yeah,
1: sure. I mean whatever. I don't care there the There was reason a fun it. fact
0: that they are like they had to like make a weird ass
3: broom because he had a weird ass leg.
1: I think it's really cool. I think it might have a little seat on it too. Good for I
3: him. I would have a seat A little side coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Either mm-hmm. way, they're flying through London. We're seeing Parliament. We're seeing all these fun things. And man, it just really makes me want to go to London. Uh, thankfully, if you go to conoffending.com slash events, at a certain point, we will tell you where our meet and greet is going to be on November 23rd. Uh, so you guys can keep an eye out for that. They arrive at a normal looking, nondescript building until Moody racks his walking stick against the ground and the building starts to stretch itself apart. Of course, the muggles inside are none the, none the wiser for this. Uh, but I love this. I love that this is part of the magical world where like, this house just happens to be. In a normal building, but nobody knows it because they're stupid muggles and wizards, <laughs> and, and, they and they have the no world. idea
2: like that. You know, the, the fish tank is all crazy, but they're just sitting yeah, there watching TV. Yeah, they just don't TV. know. And I love it's that really cool. they're just
3: watching TV as everything's Forget going on. Forget what you on. know, Tim. You know, Simon's uh, Harry walks into the brownstone. that looks like it's literally never been cre- cleaned. Uh, sorry, we'll let that I go, go. Imagine by. Elf cleaning it. We hear an, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we hear an argument come from the kitchen. Harry catches a glimpse of Sirius Arthur Lupin and I believe Snape's in there too uh, before being interrupted by Mrs. Weasley who tells him to go up and wash up for dinner. Uh, she's doing her best to put on a happy face, but we're starting to get the feeling that things aren't so good out there in the Wizarding World. Uh, Harry heads upstairs and runs into a creature who is at this point? We don't know what this household is. They haven't really revealed it to us. But I'm just going to go ahead and say it is the black family household, and and uh, creature is the house elf, and he does not like the people that are in here no. uh, so much so that he is having a conversation with a woman behind the painting that's been covered, who you assume is the mistress of the house, and she doesn't like the people in here either. She's like these are just fucking scums, scum of the earth, and they need to get in creatures like,
5: I know
6: my pretty, I know my pretty,
3: but like in a better way than the other. Seriously, that did that? I just one um, sock, please. Just give me a sock. Just give me a couple <laughs> socks. Give me a couple <laughs> socks in an hour. Turn this shit out. Uh, Harry heads upstairs, and uh, let's see. Uh, Harry uh, goes upstairs, where he is greeted with a big old hug from Hermione. Uh, Ron's there too. She tells him that we're at the, uh, the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix, which is just the coolest name on the planet. I'm always like kind of surprised
2: how in some, I guess, Goblet started this way too, where it's it's interesting to me that they sort of start off in similar areas, like Ron and Hermione and Harry. Yeah, I would always think that. I would like to think that they would all just show up at Hogwarts when the time comes, but they're always kind of like.
1: Well, I, th- I think it's like the first three years that they all meet at Hogwarts, right? And then, then they had the World Cup, and now they're doing the secret weird meeting thing, right?
3: Well, it is weird that Hermione is there. Hermione? Yeah, well, Ra- that's Ra- Ra makes sense because the Weasleys it. are there, and Arthur's kind yeah. of on the. He's Arthur. She and, doesn't uh, want to be with
1: her Muggle family.
4: Come that's
3: uh, fair. They're dentists. I, I,
4: I think there was something in the book where she had like already gone on vacation with them, and yeah, they had like decided to like have her go over there for a bit Is this like, not it, the it's, one it's all, where it's all, she all for chose plot purposes
3: I get it Yeah, the main characters of course Harry's mad at them for not telling him any of what's going on they have written a letter to him all summer and then and, and they were like well it's not our choice Dumbledore told us not to made us swear not to tell you anything because he didn't want to get you mad or I guess <laughs> I don't know I feel know. like at this no, point it's...
1: stop expecting letters for summer Yeah, you know it's... like it's never happened like people don't let it happen just stop Forget everything you know, man.
4: The, the, the reason Dumbledore didn't want anything in posts was uh, to avoid um, letters getting intercepted by the
3: enemy. Copy that. Yep. The Dark Lord. Uh, also, yep. probably, and I'm just speculating here, but I'm assuming Ron and Hermione made out lots uh, before Harry got there, because Ron's tall now, and so we can finally contribute something to the relationship. Uh, what we, is wrong with him. I hate him. I hate, <laughs> no, I
5: hate him, too. I hate him too. <laughs>
3: uh, Fred and George operate in, and they're like, hey, we got this cool new thing that we made that we can go listen to the conversations happening downstairs. So <laughs> they've, a They, they, they a put an ear with a string on it. on it, which is great. <laughs> of course, uh, we're learning uh, that Snape is a part of the Order, which is cool. We also learn cool about as something. Fuck. it's awesome. We also learned about something that, that uh Voldemort is looking for that he never he didn't have before. Uh, but before we can really kind of uh, get some of those details, Crookshanks comes up and just bites just snaps the ear right off the thing and takes it out. And I like it as it's playing with it, you're hearing feedback like it's mm-hmm. a speaker. Like it's and it's like Kind of fun little, little like the production that. There. There's,
2: there's different ways to like go listen in, guys. <laughs> like you guys are wizards. It's got to be like a. It's got to be a where way. the, where the invisibility
3: cloak. Well, what are. I like about that is it starts to set up Fred and George's like little shop mm-hmm. they got going on where they're making all their things, uh which is cool. Just like daddy. is this the first time we saw the operate? This thing? is the first time we saw them operate. Yeah, because they're of age now where they can legally. Apparate. You've seen people operate yeah. all yeah. the apparate? time. Yeah, yeah. I think I. I'm not mistaken, I think. <laughs> You have to be, like, a senior or yeah, a junior to be able have, to
4: apparate? You have to be of age, which is 17. Right. They, they don't really like get into
3: any of driving, it. Yeah. Uh,
4: but, yeah, like, they, they have, like, uh, kind of, like, uh, classes for it, I think, in this year and next year. Yeah. And then you have to, like, go through a test mm. and whatnot and get approved and all that Can you apparate stuff. anywhere? Uh, not at Hogwarts. Not at Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. Hogwarts has
3: spells oh. that don't allow you to.
4: And, like, uh, yeah, anything with, like, protective charms and spells. Like, you can only apparate there if you know the place. Uh, and like weird, like kind of rules like that.
3: But uh, Tim's elves can operate wherever they want. Elves are very powerful. You know? Great. Their one weakness? They love being slaves. <laughs> I was gonna say socks. Uh, uh, just a gym sock. They see that and they just lose all control. What? <laughs> oh, creature wants sock. Uh, I don't at understand. Jenner, Harry is reunited with Sirius. Uh, he's told that the Ministry uh, of Magic is uh, has a good on, goods on him, and they call him the Boy Who Lies. Now, apparently, there's a smear campaign out there. Uh, the Ministry of Magic at the Daily Prophet. People are just are, are not trying to believe him that uh, uh Voldemort is back and he's like why and uh why why is Cornelius Fudge doing that and it turns out that he will do anything to avoid facing the terrifying truth that Voldemort is back he just won't he doesn't want the public to worry about it so he's just going the opposite direction with it which seems kind of silly cuz there's a lot of evidence that he's back but I get it. It's political. Uh, they believe Voldemort is after something. Something you didn't have the last time. Mrs. Weasley stops uh, Sirius from telling Harry what that is. And so you, you say uh, one, you say anymore, and you'll have to induct him into the order. To which Harry's like, sign me the fuck up. I'm ready to fight. Everyone needs to stop lying to me. Stop not telling me shit. And just realize that I'm the only motherfucker that's taken out Voldemort. Not once, but twice. Yeah, kind of that last time. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I had, really. I had the spirit of my out, parents yeah, yeah. to help me. But, like, I, I, I like faced it off with him like, three times I faced off with this motherfucker. I once love when the, I was a baby, um, once when he was part of Quill's head, and then this last time.
2: I love the little back and forth between um, Harry head. and Sirius, where, you know, Harry's like, I'm ready, let's fucking do this. And, and then s- and Sirius gives him that little wink, like, yeah, yeah, we'll get you in Yeah, let's fucking here, do, bro. Here, bro. Let's so, do hey, it, dude. Yeah. I got you, son. Like, Sirius
3: is like, like, dude, come on. Like, he's like the uncle that's like, cool you can, shit. you're 12 years old, but he's like, you can drive the Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right? yeah. could cool. like you know
2: well, you can drink inside the house if you're not gonna go outside. Dude, I'd just, rather you drink dude, in my house on just the weekends. Try a beer,
3: man. Yeah. Everything's cool. Uh that night Harry has another dream. He Voldemort so creepy? is whispering his name, <laughs> and we hear uh, the echo of Hopkirk's voice expelling him. Then we hear Mr. Weasley talking in the kitchen about uh something about the entire wizen wizen Gamot Gamot. A, a wizen gamut. Yeah, which I don't know gamot. what that was a reference to, but I just put it in here. Uh that's gamut.
1: that's their like um <laughs> It's like the Supreme Court. Yeah.
3: Cool. It, it's all the people who make the rules. Okay, yeah. so presumably those are the people who are going to put Harry on trial. In the next scene, mm-hmm. the whole gang uh, takes the tube. Mister Weasley seems to not know literally anything about how the the subway works, despite being in charge of that division in the Ministry of Magic that specializes in Muggles. Doesn't matter. Uh, they had. Uh, he looked like me when I was in London last year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I
2: was just like, "What, I, Tim? Do you have the money?" I, <laughs> I was
3: so confused, dude. Uh, they had a, they had to a one of those classic red phone booths, uh, which is the visitors' entrance to the Ministry. Put money in. It slowly lowers. They made to the ground when uh, they exit. Oh, we see the entrance to the Ministry for the first time. It's a massive hallway of fireplaces uh, connecting incoming witches and wizards to the Ministry via the flu Network. Uh, also, shout out to all the black tile work they've done, in there, which I think is dope. Great, I aesthetic. Just think it's really cool looking. Yeah. I think it's dark. I think it's ominous. I think it's clean, and I think it's just perfect so for, the, for the for the Ministry, especially the one in London. Reminds me of Control. Great game. Great game. You've been mm-hmm. liking it a lot. I've been mm-hmm. following you on Twitter. Uh, more newspapers. You see more Remember newspapers he asking follow
1: if, you on Twitter like three months.
3: Ago? Instagram, oh, Instagram. <laughs> I still don't follow you on Instagram uh, More newspapers <laughs> asking if Dumbledore is good or dangerous And there's a giant banner of Cornelius Fudge Looking kind of like noble but also a little bit Totalitarian uh, They get in the elevator with Shacklebolt uh, He tells them that they've changed the time of the hearing It's in five minutes which is like a shitty min- move You from the ministry. Uh And we don't know why they would do that Why would they move that up but we figure it out in about ten minutes Dumbledore comes in. Really cool. In. Uh, they get, uh, oh, I just see. happen
1: to be here three hours three early. Three hours yeah. early.
3: Oh, by a happy mistake. Yeah. Uh, before they enter the courtroom, they see Lucius uh, talking to Cornelius Fudge, presumably buttering him up for uh, Harry's expulsion, behind which there is a door that will play in uh, later in mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in the third act. Uh, the hearing commences and Dumbledore comes in like a motherfucking boss. And he he announces himself, which I love. With his He's seven names. Or Albus, whatever. Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. Which is just the best. And he, uh, they were like, oh, you got the message that the hearing's been moved up. He's like, no, actually, I missed the message. But by a happy coincidence, I arrived at the ministry three hours early. Isn't that crazy? And I love this character trait of Dumbledore because he never gives them the satisfaction mm-hmm. of like telling them that I outsmarted you. It's always like, oh, it's just happenstance. But in reality, you're like, I have people fucking bitch. everywhere and you cannot pull shit over on me, but I'm going to kill you with kindness. It's sort of like uh, when Jean-Luc Picard talks to the Ferengi. You know what I mean? There's always that, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, like he's very diplomatic. Even though in the back of his mind, he's like, "I'm gonna fucking gonna at get, some point blow your ship deal. up. He's yeah. gonna get the frame. I'm gonna blow your ship up."
1: Uh, we get the same thing when he's talking to Dolores, and like five minutes when she's like, "Excuse me," like it sounds like you're accusing the minister, and he's like. What? It does. Am I? Oh, I mean, only them—they uh, could do it.
3: Yeah. Interesting. Well, I, but no, but, but but you remember correctly. He and that's how the scene progresses. They they're obviously putting Harry on trial for using his Patronus, and uh Dumbledore's like, "Hey, the kids are allowed to use magic under dire circumstances." And they're like, "Well, we don't believe a Dementor was there, and you don't have any proof." And they're like, "As it stands, we do have proof." Actually, enter Mrs. Figg, who is a complete moron, uh, but complete manages moron. to get across. Like she thinks she has a vote at the end, here, which is very very clever. Uh, they were like, "Well, oh, uh, this is the best part." They're like. Can you describe what they look like? She's like, well, one was tall and one was tall but fat, and I'm like, not the kids, you fucking moron, <laughs> the Dementors.
5: Oh, and then she so has dumb. the
3: horrible, eerie line where she's like, it's it, everything went cold and dark, and then it was as if all the happiness had gone out of the world, which is just terrifying. Well, didn't they always? Didn't they re- repeated that from yeah, Azkaban? From, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, of course, also, then Umbridge- I don't think she.
2: I don't think she could see it.
1: Yeah, they don't. They
4: don't really um, go in. I, they might mention it in the movie, but yeah, squibs. Since they don't have magical power Can't see Actually can't see Dementors So that was like Kind of Fudge's argument Against like Her word Was like Ah but they can't see uh, Dementors So like But they can feel it Yeah it's like It's all hearsay you know I I was wondering How
2: did she know that line When
3: she was like Don't don't put away Don't put away your wand Yeah Because they might come back. I I just feel, I don't know. Uh, Either way, uh, Cornelius Fudge says, the odds, like this is, Dementors don't randomly attack muggles. Like the odds of that happening, the odds of them finding a, a wizard in the wild and attacking them is ridiculous. To which Dumbledore goes, yeah, you're absolutely right. Which means they weren't there by coincidence. At which point we get the first of the throat, of the throat clears. And it's just every time, <laughs> every time you hear it, you want so to kill it I hate her she's so much. She's so good at making she's you hate so her. so good at fucking perfect. Yeah. I I wrote the actress's name down uh, later just to give her a shout out. But that actress is fucking plays this perfectly. Also, and what fun she must have had doing this. The the wardrobe choice, like the, oh, even in this when she's in the collar, the, yeah, up, the like, little pink like R B G, like a little yeah. little little extra. It's just it's, it's so well extra.
1: done. So well
6: done. Uh,
3: of course, she says. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, she tells. Them that the Dementors are under the control of the Ministry, which means that if someone ordered them there, then are you accusing the Ministry of ordering the attack? Uh, to which again, I like this bat, this cat and mouse game. Dumbledore doesn't say yes; he goes absolutely not, which is why I'm sure the Ministry will launch a full scale investigation into how they got there. Uh, which is just sort of like a checkmate, right? Uh, checkmate. And True, then, of course. Movie. She was like, well, who would order that kind of attack if it wasn't? It? And Dumbledore's was like, look, it's clearly Voldemort. And clearly he would do that. Uh, he wants, and he was trying to get Cornelius to understand at this point, this is the one point where he does break character. Uh, and then Amelia Bones calls for a ruling, uh, those in favor of convicting him, and it's pretty much just Dolores Umbridge. Everyone else clears Harry, including Mrs. Figgs, who like raises her hand, even though she's just <laughs> doesn't, doesn't realize understand. she doesn't get a vote. Uh... <laughs> Harry's clear, but when he goes to think, Dumbledore, Dumbledore just bounces out on him. Flash four, we're at Platform nine and three quarters, and the gang's all there, including Padfoot, who is just walking beside him, and everyone's like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Again, just dude, you want to drive the jeep? Have a beer. It's fine. <laughs> he's yeah, just throwing uh, caution no to the wind. No one
1: knows he's Padfoot, right? Like, there's such. Oh, I guess Peter Pettigrew probably told everyone. Or, well, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: There,
4: there's a moment in the book where like Malfoy kind of like teases uh yeah, and that's Harry, right. and yeah. like, Harry's like, fuck, he knew that that was Sirius Black. Yeah. yeah.
3: No. Uh, they have a touching scene where they go into a small room, and Sirius gives him a picture of the original Order of the Phoenix, uh, and he was like, a few of these people have been killed, and then talked about the long Longbottoms, how they got the worst of it. Um, and he's like, look, man, uh, Harry's like, is there going to be a war? And Sirius like, it, it says, it feels like it did before. Yeah, Which it's really scary. Like, I, really it's fucking chills. Chills. scary. Yeah. I, I feel
1: yeah. like um, giving him that photo and then explaining that like most of the people were dead is such a fucked up thing to do right before you're you're about to leave. Just be like, hey, here's a I photo of everyone. Your parents died, yeah. but see, his parents went crazy. This guy got killed. Uh, Moody's fucking crazy. Like I know you're yeah. going to learn about Moody.
3: <laughs> That's like best case scenario. You wind up like Moody. Yeah. Worst case is you wind up like Longbottom as <laughs> the other person that died. Uh, or your uh, parents. Or your parents <laughs> who got murked. Uh, Harry makes it to the train while he's uh, while he walks... Through the crowd, he sees uh Dumbledore in just a or excuse me Voldemort in a dope ass black suit. Dope ass suit. Some parcel tongue like and Harry like wakes Slenderman up on the train man. car, yeah. looking like Loki man. Uh, with Hermione and Ron, uh, we're at Hogwarts, and as they get off the train, Ma- uh, Malfoy gives them shit. Uh, he got tall too, so it's like, damn, dude, how come everyone grew except for Danny Radcliffe? Do you think it's the steroids? As the carriages Why is he pull on away, steroids? I don't know. He's, He's not even muscular. He's trying to go buffed out. <laughs>
5: uh,
3: as the carriages pull away, uh, we see one carrying Cho Chang, and she looks back. And then uh, Neville steps up and says, "What's up?" And he got tall too. And Harry finally sees what's been pulling the carriages. We're starting to see
2: a theme here
5: with. I'm
3: just saying, it's not fun to go into your third year and realize all your friends got taller. It yeah, yeah. does really suck. It's fucking horrible. I've been there, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's like, how tall I was Tim before? Oh like, my God, tiny, dude. Right? He to went from a around. normal
1: person to six feet tall.
3: Stupid. It, and his brother's like nine feet tall. God, I hate them all. I hate all, I all you tall it. people. Tallies. And guess what? <laughs>
1: I stayed 4'9. Cool, dude. <laughs> Great. That was great. I've been
3: there. I've been there. Uh, of course, Harry, for the first time, sees what's been pulling the carriages and he's like, oh my God, I've never seen these. What the hell are these things? Hermione's like, no, no, no. They're pulled by magic. He's like, no, it's a terrifying zombie pegasus. <laughs> it's a pegasus. Fucking death horse. <laughs> it is a horse with wings and it's terrifying. It looks like um, a mountain World of Warcraft that you unlock later on. Yeah, of later course, there's a, there's a person <laughs> on the carriage that can see those things as well. And we get introduced for the first time to Luna Lovegood, uh, who she can see them too. And she's weird as fuck. And Hermione accidentally called calls her loony love good which so is funny. sad yeah, yeah it's, it's so like funny. dude leave her alone she's
0: weird as fuck she's but also
3: she's so endearing i we're, love we're her we're just
0: gonna call her love good like we're just like jk that's her good that sounds uh, like it's she's, she's the love goods fucking was naming
3: characters Hell yeah Luna love it would good. be love good. It sounds like a kiss uh, song. Sex good and let's get it Fox on. Good. with the... Yeah, <laughs> socks good. Uh, oh my god, Why? she's wearing a necklace and Harry's like, oh, that's a nice necklace. She's like, it keeps away with the nargles and nobody knows what the hell a nargle
5: is. It's <laughs> so weird fucking fuck. weird. The callback uh, at
3: the end is really funny, dude. I love it. I love it. Uh, in the great hall, of course, Dumbledore gives the opening announcements. Uh, Hagrid is on temp leave and the new defense against the dark arts teacher is none other than Professor Dolores Umbridge. As he starts, ta- as he keeps talking, she clears her throat and it interrupts him because she gets up to give a speech. And man, we just want to just... She's like, I hope we can all be friends. And then George is like, that's not. Gonna, that's unlikely. Oh. Um, and she makes it clear that progress for the sake of progress is not what she's all about. We must perfect what can be perfected and prune practices that ought to be prohibited. Uh, to which point everyone's like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then Hermione... <laughs> Uh, Hermione lays it out, what's going on? Everyone's like, where's she come from? And Hermione's like, you are all fucking idiots. None of you pay attention. This means the ministry is interfering in Hogwarts, and this is the beginning of the end. Uh, Back in the common room, uh, people... uh Oh, yeah, people are reading the Daily Prophet. Excuse me, I have a lot of abbreviations here, and that one just said DP, and I was like, are you making a joke there? Uh, The (laughs) Daily Prophet, which accuses Harry of being a plotter, instead of a potter. Fun little plotter. And then Seamus, of all people, Fucking Seamus. Fucking Seamus. Great, let's give him something to do. Give him shit. My man man didn't want him to come back because Harry, hey. And then everyone's like, fuck you, Seamus. Was that your your choice? Oh, Harry,
5: (laughs) Harry, hey. That's my choice. I
2: really like
1: uh, Harry fighting back and being like, Oh, you're gonna have a go at my mom. It's like, I'll go I'll have a go at whoever insults me. Yeah. You wanna, it's like,
4: good it's for the you. It's a funny man. ass line. But then, you wanna talk stupid about stupid awkward fucking stances, mom. though? Like, the fucking, you were talking about the last movie where, like, Harry was, like, going up this against Voldemort, and he's just kind of, like, standing there. This exchange is just like the, I give me something. Give me some blocking or some shit instead of them just fucking standing there.
0: They're angry, right, dude.
3: They're using their words. Getting
4: each other's faces or something. <laughs> like a normal fucking 15 year old.
3: Exactly. Uh, of course, Ron, Tall Ron, comes to his rescue. and was like, "Hey, Tall nobody-
0: Ron, we're not going to do this." He's thing. like, "You know what, Harry, fucking <laughs> Big <Ron. laughs> I-, I doubted
3: Harry last year, and you know what, that was a mistake. I got Harry's back now forever. I believe Harry. You should believe Harry too. Anybody kidding. else want to go out to Harry? Yeah. Like, I love that. He's like, yeah. Bam, bam, and he's yeah. like, Watch out, I'm tall now, dude. "Watch out, Mini Guy!" Watch out, Mini Guy! And grabs Harry. He just pulls him up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Hello, let's go up to the door. Let's go up to the room. Ooh, we're getting one. Nick, milk? Nick, you roll your other sleeve up too. I can. I can. Uh, <laughs> upstairs, Ron tries to calm Harry down, but Harry's like, "Dude." You just don't fucking get it, man. He, uh, he's like, I'm fine. And Ron's like, I don't think you're fine. He's like, I'm fine. So Ron leaves the room. Uh, Harry has another dream about a weird orb that's being held in the ministry. Uh, and then we are in the Defense Against the Dark Arts class uh, with no, helms by none other than Professor Dolores Umbridge. The kids are trying to catch uh, an enchanted paper bird. It's like cute. They're having fun. It's like the first day of school. And then pff, that thing just ignites in fire, just like their hopes and dreams yeah. forever to being able to defend themselves. Who could have done um, that? And she introduces the students to the owls, which are the ordinary wizard levels. And I thought a a fun piece of trivia that I saw here uh, when I was watching the movie was that the uh, ordinary levels are a real thing. Mm -hmm. Which I didn't know. Ordinary levels? That's like a real... Oh, there's a whole other thing yeah. right there. I didn't yeah. realize that. Well, you know what? We're it's a it's long. It's fine. You'll get there. Uh, evidently, in in the UK, the ordinary levels are like the uh, are like a test, and then they, they have the, the advanced levels, like the star exam, like oh, or the okay. SATs. So they just um, added a W in there. So they just you just put the wizard levels wow. in there, and it worked hours. out real well. Isn't for that them. fun? Listen, man, you're not the only one that can do trivia around here.
6: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's putting to sleep. He's, he's putting putting it away the microphone
3: to
2: sleep. I don't know why though. <laughs> okay. uh, it's a show of
3: strength. Dolores, uh, of course, gives them all the defense against the dark arts books for beginners. And man, it just looks like a kid's book. It looks like it's curriculum straight from the ministry, which is basically useless. It's theory, and she says, "Look, we have all decided that a theoretical knowledge is sufficient for getting through the owls, which is all you guys need." Then Harry's like, "But well, what about Voldemort?" And she's like, "There is no Voldemort." And he's like, "He's out there," and she's like, "You get detention." Basically, because you're just an obstinate little kid, and I'm kind of half on her side because he's like speaking at of turn and not raising yeah. his hand. LOL. Uh,
2: the class she reminds it, me like Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Huckabee like mixed together. Did you I say was thinking, LOL instead yeah.
5: of IMO. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did.
3: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, as Harry persists, she gets the tension and then she says, "See me later, in my office." And then we go up to her office, and I'm conflicted about this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let's have a second think? here. Let's have a second here uh-huh. because for one, it is all pink, mm-hmm. but two. There's a lot of cats. And we've hit the point <laughs> of plates, cat on saturation plates. on the plates saturation. where I'm like, I Great think team. Joey would love this room. That's how I felt. I like that she, like,
1: because we've seen this room now multiple times before. We've seen it with uh, Blonde, uh, Prince Charming uh, Guy. Gild-
3: no, Gilderoy. Yeah. Gilderoy, we saw Gilderoy. We've seen Lupin's also room.
1: Lupin and we saw and it Moody's. with Moody. But it looks totally different right now. Pink. And I really like that she like decked it all out. Yeah, they went
3: all in with these you cats. Know? And it makes me go like, I would I would just drop a little acid and just sit in this room yeah. for a while and let the cats just consume me. <laughs> I don't like Dolores, but I respect her. I respect her. I respect her. I respect her commitment yeah. to the aesthetic. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. Uh, it's all pink. Harry enters and uh, she's, like, she's like, you're going to be writing some lines today. And he's like, well, I didn't bring a quill. She's like, it's okay. I have a quill. And then and she's like, it's a special quill." And he's like, well, where's the ink? She goes, you don't need ink. And as he starts writing the line, uh, I must not tell lies, uh, that starts getting scribbled in his fucking left hand. As long as, long of his left as, long hand, as it takes fuck. for it to sink yeah. in. Yeah, he's like, how many should I write? As long as it takes so for it to sink so in. So fucked up. And it's twisted. At this it point is. in the book, you're like, whoa, this is really fucked up. And then you see the movie, you're like, well, wow, that translates pretty more fucked up to the screen.
1: A lot of pride. He could have just been, like wrote it once and been like, oh, no, yep, that hurts. I'm out of here. You, you won.
3: Yep. Uh, this she's is a point right. where I made a note that her, uh, the actress's name is Amelda Staunton, uh, and she's just so fucking fantastic in this role. She's just, you, she, you just hate her, mm-hmm. but and she's such a powerful force on screen. It's fantastic. Uh, back in the common room, Fred and George are, are selling their wares, uh, things that will make students sick to get them out of class. Yada yada. as So we start getting more introduced to that. Uh, Hermione spots Harry's hand and tells me he needs to tell Dumbledore. And Harry's like, nope. Uh, Dumbledore has speech. enough. What's that? He ain't no snitch. Hey, he's not a snitch. Uh, also, Dumbledore has enough on his plate. Uh, she's like, you got to report this or at least tell someone about this. And he's like, it's perfect. It's, I'm not doing it. Uh, and she's like, it's it's simple. He's like, it's not simple. Nothing simple. You guys don't understand. I'm having a crisis. Leave me alone. He walks away again. Uh, seasons change and Harry writes to Padfoot. Uh, in spite of being at Hogwarts, I feel more alone than ever. Uh, Harry walks to Hagrid's, but no one's there uh, out in the forest. He sees one of the zombie Pegasus is flying around, uh, and he follows it, and he finds Luna hanging out with a herd of them. Uh, she's shoeless, and he's like, "What happened to your shoes?" She's like, "I don't know. Someone stole them. Probably from the me. warbles." And she's like, "They're playing a joke on me. Probably maybe the Nargles. We don't oh, know Nargles." Said yeah, the wrong word. Uh, she's me. like, you "I'm." Gonna, so and then, her. To, to which I'm going to blame it on that useless fuck, Seamus. I think he fucking did it, and I think he needs to hang by his fucking toes for a while, Seamus you giant piece of shit I don't
1: think so because shame is
3: Gryffindor and she's uh, Ravenclaw right I know that's a good point my theory Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, Harry tells uh, you debunked me (laughs) uh, she tells Harry that the creatures are called Thestrals Uh, and she says they're very gentle creatures but they get a bad rap because they're uh, they're a bit different looking and I like that because obviously it's synonymous with uh, with Luna and with Harry at this point too Uh, they're uh, they're both sort of um, misunderstood creatures Uh, she's like he's like why can I see them you can't she said well they can only be seen by people who have seen death and we learn that Luna Luna's mom died from an experiment gone wrong. Uh, Thankfully, she still got her dad. Uh, And she's like, by the way, for what it's worth, we both believe you that Voldemort is back uh, and we're on your side. And Harry's like, well, you guys must be the only ones because I feel really, really alone. And she goes, well, if I were you know who, I would probably want you to feel that way. I'd want you to feel cut off from everyone else because it's if it's just you, you're not as much of a threat. And that's when Harry starts to realize like, shit, I really need my friends. Uh, That's when he goes back. I need an order of the Phoenix, the army. Uh, he goes back to hang out with Hermione and Ron. Uh, outside, Professor McGonagall and Umbridge goosebumps. are getting into it uh, <laughs> about uh, Umbridge, Umbridge's uh, uh, disciplinary practices. Professor's like, "You can't do this shit," and Umbridge is like. you questioning me? Because if you're questioning me, you're questioning the ministry uh, and things are about to get a lot fucking worse at Hogwarts because I am taking the fuck over and she orders Filch, who is more than happy to do this and I love love the character of Filch because he's like, yeah, fuck these kids, uh, to put the first of the proclamations on uh, the wall outside of the Great Hall. This is proclamation, uh, educational decree number 23. Umbridge is named High Inquisitor of Hogwarts, which just sounds terrible. Uh, Dumbledore... uh, is out. Uh, Fudge is given Umbridge power to address the seriously fallen standards of Hogwarts. She goes around keeping kids, and then we have a little montage. She's keeping kids from snogging. She might as well played Strange Things from yeah, Toy exactly. story. <laughs> exactly. <Strange laughs> <things happening. laughs> uh, she's interviewing people. She tries to get Trelawney to, to predict something, and Trelawney just can't because she's. She, Such a. It's, it's sad uh, Later that day Cho tells Harry uh, They're kicking Trelawney out All the students Watch as Umbridge Kicks her just to the curb And she's like What, what am I going to do with All this l- luggage And she's like I don't fucking care You're useless That's And so on this sad. point, I'm like, Be honest, like time, Keeping her around She's right She is useless She's
1: right She's useless
3: yeah, The Actresses the- are best friends In
0: real life and Are they, they really Across the street From each other That's amazing Whoa. Uh, And this do, scene Of like, course, lunches
3: Very very yeah. very very sad Because she's Magical. like Hogwarts has been my home For 16 years Like where am I going to go Um uh, uh, and then Dumbledore comes in like a boss and is like, "Please help her put her stuff back in. She's not leaving." And Umbridge is like, "Uh, you, I have the power to fire her." And he goes, "Yeah, but you know, what? you don't have the power to kick her off the grounds, so she can stay as long as I want." And then Umbridge goes, "Not yet, but I will." And you're like, "Fuck, you know she's gonna." Yeah, that was you a know good she's response gonna.
1: Response on her side. She's like, "Not yet." yet.
3: Uh, over the radio we hear Fudge laying out all the disappearances that have been happening as of late and he lays all that shit at Sirius Black's feet Uh, Sirius comes to the fire again and tells him that Fudge doesn't want them learning anything because He's afraid Dumbledore, or they're like, "Dude, no one's teaching us anything. We don't. We're not learning anything." And Fudge, and he's like, "Well, yeah, Fudge doesn't want that because he's afraid Dumbledore is going to put together his own army." And then Hermione gets the great idea. She's like, "We should do that. That's a great idea. We should absolutely do that." Uh, Voldemort is out there, and we have to learn how to defend ourselves. Uh, they head out to Haj-me- Hogsmead, uh, mm-hmm. where Hermione has assembled a group of kids, including Luna and Cho. Uh, Cho since Harry is the only person who's actually had any experience fighting the dark arts they want him to teach them and Harry's like listen man this shit ain't like you think it is. Uh, they all run through what all the stuff Harry's done, like all his accolades. Have he stopped everyone and all that really stuff? Cool. And then Harry stops him. He's like, "This all sounds great when you say it like that, but the truth is, most of it was just pure dumb luck." And I always had help. Uh, facing this stuff in real life is, life is not like it is at school out there. When you have when you're second away from being murdered or okay. seeing one of your friends be murdered, shit gets motherfucking real. Mm-hmm. And they go and, and he goes, "You guys don't you don't know what it's like." And they're like, "But you do," and that's why. You got to teach us. We need your help. Hermione says Voldemort's name for the first time. Yeah, which is a Very, does. very powerful thing. It's fucking real, and it hits.
0: she, you see her like I
3: think said about a bad word for a second, and then yeah. she
0: says it, and it's just like, oh, the magic's gone.
3: I said now the c word. We train, yeah. And the rest the of them, bad c word. And yeah. as she says that, the students finally Say get. It, oh, no, it's scary. Just do Say it, it, Andy. Scary. Cornelia. <laughs> All the students, of course, get the gravity of the situation. So one by one, they line up to sign up for Dumbledore's <laughs> army. Uh, uh, really quick
4: here, just, yeah. uh, they, they do this at the Hogshead, which is like kind of like the weird shady bar at the end of Hogsmeade, mm. and uh, there's a kind of important descriptor of the bartender. Uh, all they really say is he looks familiar, but they can't place why he looks familiar. Mm. Uh, and I'm just, and I'm, just, I'm just dropping that in there. Just to, just Got for, it. You'll need, yeah. that. You need that later. This you is the one later.
0: bar that doesn't need a uh, uh, field trip form. Mm.
1: Well, no, like, uh, no, he got the filter form from. He his got it from his, serious, his, his
3: serious, right. yeah, yeah, but yeah. Would you yeah. think it would be null and void because yeah, the yeah. man's a wanted criminal? But whatever. Dumbledore gets it. Guys, done. you want to come try the? You want to try this marijuana <laughs> for the first
5: time? <laughs> <hour>? Let's <laughs> get, get,
3: in my get in the jam, man. Uh, walking along the hallway, uh, of course, Umbridge knows that someone's up to something, so she tells Filch to make another decree disbanding all student organizations. Uh, walking along the hallway, um, Longbottom Longbottom comes across a room that he's never seen before, and it's the Room of Requirement, mm. also known as the Come and Go Room. I thought dangerous. was fun. You know Never why. About that you know why. Uh, it always appears when someone has need of it. It's brilliant. Uh, Hermione's like, good job, man. You found this room. And Longbottom's yeah. like, I don't know. I had a plan. Again, just
2: another like J.K. Rowling. Like, forget what you know. Like, you know. Fuck it. We need a secret room. Why not? It's for train.
3: Like Hogwarts wants us to fight back, is what she says. And I like that. Uh, and then the Dumbledore Army has their first training session. Neville sucks at Experianus. Uh, Filch is trying to track the students coming, going into the room. But he's just a complete moron. Uh, Harry teaches the team, stupefy. Uh, stunning stupefy Nigel first not bad then Ron versus Hermione and they have a cute scene where Hermione just Love fucking owns his ass Love and then Fred it. and George are like you're an idiot he's like I let her do that and they're like mm, you're tall it's, you're pretty you, and yeah, tall it's stay fine stay tall um, and, then and the, the ladies kids get
2: hungry and then like chicken nuggets appear and they're like oh it's the nuggets of wisdom they appear whenever somebody's in need of whatever I'm in like,
1: there's a scene where um, they're explaining the rules of that room mm. and Ron is like oh Sue, so I need a toilet and then I guess a toilet appears cause Hermione's all like oh cool Ron Oh, and
2: she's it's like, just yeah. like what a weird scene to not show the fucking toilet uh, you know no, she, she just makes a joke like oh that's really mature of you like and she kind of the, and, oh, and
4: I, the, they do tease this actually in Goblet of Fire there's like a dinner that they're all having it's at the Yule Ball and oh, yeah. uh gr- uh Dumbledore is like, yeah, like I would hate to learn all of the secrets about Hogwarts because it's like great to like learn random things. Like randomly, I needed to like go to the restroom and boom, like a a, like random like a random room like popped up and had like so I could relieve myself, and it was like little little seeds being planted.
1: But in reality, we know he would have just shit his pants and magiced it away, (laughs) right? The flu network, right? J.K. Rowling,
3: the poo network. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Nice.
3: nice. Uh, uh, Dolores like, makes really. another decree, a decree warning all students will submit to questioning about the illicit activities that have been happening. Uh, we see students pouring into her upstairs office as she's pouring them cups of tea, presumably with uh, the Veritaserum <laughs> in it. Veritaserum, is that what it said? Uh, mm-hmm. The Truth Serum in it. Uh, worth noting that Harry is wearing a cardigan here again, uh, which makes him uh, he, as he starts to progress through these scenes we start seeing him more in a prof- professorial role. Um, he, want, he goes over to help Cho with a levitation spell, and man, oh man, is a lot of to get hot. Uh, Fred and George fuck <laughs> with Filch. Wiener, Kevin. No,
1: yeah. I know. I just don't like him. Cho, Whoop. I don't see it. I see it.
3: In my dreams. Uh, Dolores has recruited Malfoy and his crew for the Inquisition Squad. Uh, Harry gives a rousing speech to the Inquisition squad. To yeah. Yeah. Not a good name. <laughs> not a good name, you know. Uh, he gives a rousing speech to the student. Every great witch and wizard in history has started out just like us. If they can do it, so can we. And then do we see Ginny just fucking taken to this like a fish to water? She just blasts the shit out of a dummy and turns it into ash and then Neville finally gets the hang of Armas. and then it's holiday time uh, uh, and we're not meeting again until after the holidays. And People now, like, are like, you know what, Harry? You're actually really good at this. And he's like, you know what? I am good at this. I should do this for a living. A cool fact here.
0: Since the film would include wand dueling at an elite level, a specific wand choreographer, Paul Harris, who's actually a professional dance choreographer, was brought in to design the style and technique of this highly unorthodox way of fighting. The result consists of five basic spellcasting moves with each of the actors were then allowed to adapt slightly to fit their own character. So for instance, Lucius Malfoy would have a very formal and somewhat stiff fighting style, where Sirius Black uses a snappy and more spontaneous street fight style. Hell yeah. They could have used that for part four, where fucking yeah. just All right.
2: <laughs> nobody but you had a problem he with was, how he was, he, was, he, was so he had a big Harry Styles, problem. This is Harry Styles. just stupid stance it's core you don't look cool fucking deuce. He's, he's a little kid
1: inept and he, he was scared he, he was, was about to die no, is mean, a
3: 15 year old Voldemort should have killed him man, dude either way Ron not for and magic. Hermione <laughs> leave Harry uh, to go over to talk to Cho uh, who is looking at a picture of Cedric that has uh, been pasted taped to the mirror Uh Harry heard Umbridge gave her a particularly hard time the other day and she said it's worth it learning all this makes me wonder if Cedric had known it um, and Harry's like actually Cedric did know all this stuff he, he did but just Voldemort was better it's like a weird thing to say to her because yeah. it's like no matter what he was fucking ice not soon enough it's all the things and Cho tells him that Harry is a really really good teacher <laughs> she's never been able to sign anything before uh, and then she notices that they're standing underneath the mistletoe and like a big, a big thanks to the rumor requirement because you know that's that. Put that there. Yeah. Uh, Harry tells her that's probably for nargles. everywhere uh, I love this line. <laughs> and shows like, is that something that I should be aware of? Like, do you have how long have you had nargles? Are those things something that you can like cure with penicillin? And Harry's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then no, of he's course, like, I have no idea. Is what he's, yeah, he's like, like. I, I, I love like, how, what's
2: a like, yeah. I it's I such a great know. comedic reply. Yeah, She's yeah, like, what yeah. the hell is a nargle? He's like, I don't know. Just <laughs> I'm just talking because I'm like nervous and I'm kind of whatever. And then they share a kiss and it's nice. And you see in the background, fucking on the photo. No. Cedric's just
5: uh, feeling Cedric's
1: like
2: Get that shit dude <laughs> you think, huh? <laughs> you he's for it? huh? You think he's for it Oh yeah I think he's like Look I'm dead bro Fuck, Get it bro
1: It's it. good
3: He's like I'm hanging out With Morning Mortal up, Upstairs It's gonna be good It's gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> She's thirsty uh, Later that night Harry tells Ron she, I mean she was yeah, dude And like, Hermione about not... the kiss And he says it was really wet Because she was crying Which was sad uh, And and then Hermione He's like that's weird And Hermione's <laughs> that's like dude weird. Obviously she's going through a lot She feels bad about Cedric She She likes Harry But she's probably conflicted about that. There's all this shit happening at the school, all this stuff's going on. Uh, and Ron says one person can't possibly feel all those emotions or they'd explode. And Hermione tells him that he's got the emotional range of a teaspoon. It's and so then good. they all fucking laugh yeah. at Ron. Ron's like, yeah, you're <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> right. I'm dumb.
5: It's, 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 dumb. It's, it's, a,
2: it's a scene that I think could have easily been cut and could have been shown up like you know in an extended scene with like a or an extended version or special scenes or whatever. What's the word I'm looking for? Special features. Yeah. Mm. But I'm glad they left it in because I I do think it shows a cool sort of chemistry between all of them and how they how they fuck around with each other you know
1: but it's just like i i hate how dumb it just makes ron seem like people can't feel that much (laughs) but i also
3: but i think more importantly though there is that now flirtation between ron and hermione where she can give him shit and he doesn't take offense to it and they're they're starting to have that that level of a relationship
0: i don't see it at all i I know the spoilers of things for that Mm. i do not see any hints at all what? Uh, that the whole night,
1: time you just watch her, Hermione. She's super I, into it. Yeah. I, I wish
2: I, I, you know, again, you have sort of hope for Harry and Hermione. No, you don't. You do though. You do. No, that's a bad. But race. then, but then she makes a line of like, "Well, I did notice that Cho was looking at you the whole time." Yeah, like, that's yeah. one thing I noticed, and she's like, kind of like excited about it, and you're kind of like, "Ah, oh, man." Yeah, that's the I, first yeah. real time where I'm like, "All right, that's not." They're a cutting thing. this off. Just
4: best friends. Yeah,
2: yeah. But even though J.K. Rowling, after the fact, was like, "Yeah, we should have."
4: Now she had none, none. Should have put
3: him together. Hermione
1: should have fucking married Victor Crumb,
3: you know? He's jacked now. That night, Harry has a dream that Mr. Weasley was attacked in the ministry in the orb room. Uh, They take him to Dumbledore, who asks if he was, he was like, were you standing next to the victim or are you standing above the victim? Which is an interesting thing. Uh, Harry thinks that he might have been, like we get the the picture that Harry was actually in the the attacker's mind or in their body. Uh, Dumbledore starts to give out orders to the portraits of the old headmasters. Make sure Arthur is found by the right people, which I thought was cool Mm -hmm. because they can go from portrait to portrait. So the actual people in the portraits. Could go to other portraits in the ministry and like it's fucking awesome. I love that. It's concept. cool.
1: Like wherever the portrait is, they can communicate with that other version of themselves. It's dope. Such
3: a cool touch love it. Uh, they talk about the thing Voldemort didn't want uh, didn't have the first time around and Dumbledore keeps ignoring Harry until Harry gets this flash of fucking rage that he wants to kill Dumbledore and he's like look at me goddamn it and then he screams look at me. It's a quiet the voices in his beautiful coiffed head. Uh, Dumbledore uh, snaps to attention and is like he's like what's Harry's like what's happening to me just then Snape enters uh, and he says we can't wait not even until morning otherwise he'll be we'll be vulnerable. So Snape takes Harry down to his lab and uh, they're, Let's see. Oh, uh, and, and explains to him, look, there's a connection between you and the Dark Lord's brain. Let's hope he doesn't know about it yet. If, if he does, he'll be able to control your mind. In the past, he's invaded the minds of a lot of his victims and shown them visions, uh, uh, stuff that would torture them into madness. Uh, we get That's another hint of what happened to the Longbottoms. Uh, only after... Well, actually, it's not a hint that happened to Longbottoms. Excuse me. That was wrong. Uh, only after he had had them begging for death, after he's extracted the last drop of agony, would he finally kill them? And Harry's like, all right, we'll start this shit. So Snape starts teaching him the art of... Uh, How cool is all of this? It's, it's like great. Snape doing private lessons with Harry. Yeah.
0: It is. I
1: don't like uh, that he has to be a dick the entire time. Like when he's walking to his office, grabbing by his arm. Yeah. And it's like, well, why? Well, I mean, just fucking walk that's, with that's him. That's just mm-hmm. setting up the character. Yeah.
2: I mean, it, it, we already know that it's been set up, but they're yeah. just continuing and driving the point home. But I do appreciate that like yeah, like you're right, Tim. This is sort of Snape being like, look, I, I fucking, I know what has
3: to happen. I know that this has to be done and it's just cool that Snape's on board, you know. It's all yeah, like Stape's the one that can of course he's gonna attempt to penetrate Harry's mind and Harry will attempt <laughs> to resist hey, his he words does not say mine. That. He does his say, words say that mine. very awkwardly. Uh, it's, uh, it doesn't go very, mind. very well. I, again, like Damn
1: the Mr. way he Potter. does the lesson is just like i want to penetrate your mind. He's like, wait, what do I if you and yeah. it's just like, well, give him some like, heads up. It off of it. <laughs> you uh, won't have
3: a heads up. <laughs> it's Christmas time at the black household where uh, Mr. Uh, so Weasley is right, there. Here we go. So and he's Christmas. a little worse for the wear, but he's like, hey, man. Uh, Mr. Weasley hands out presents, which includes one for Harry. Uh, and he gives a toast to Harry without who he would not be there. Uh, and Sirius raises a glass as well. Have you noticed how weird Mrs.
1: Weasley gets in this one where she's like, all right, everybody talk to daddy. And she, she said daddy like
3: seven times. Oh, yeah, she's so like, It so was not fucking nice. creepy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Harry, once again, I forget. Uh, I made a note here. Um, Barrett wasn't there a point? I think we've already passed it in the books where Harry gets a present that's like an ugly sweater, and it's made. They make a point that it's his first ever Christmas present. Well, that was and I think in the he first gets it one. from Miss Weasley. Yeah, that was in the first. Yeah, one. that was. was, that
1: it, that was
4: one? Yeah, that was. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. She, okay. she makes a uh, sweater for him every year. Like right. yeah. the, the rest and Ron's of like
3: it's ugly, and he's like I love it. It's the best thing I've ever gotten because yeah. no one's ever yeah. gotten me yeah. a present before. Right. I can't remember if that was actually. he, usually, in the he gets like socks and soaps.
4: Yeah, like the, the Dursley's will always yeah. give
3: him, like, just the worst fucking It's presence. like a toothbrush so that he can make a shiv and he stab Dudley.
1: <laughs> There's something about this scene that, like, everything Mrs. Dudley does is well, so off. creepy. It's off putting. Huh?
3: Well, it's off putting because yeah. she's doing that thing that moms do where she's like, everything's fine. It's yeah, fine. You're like, yeah, everything's yeah. not fine. Well, he's she nailed fucked it. up. Yeah. And, like, the the world is not in a good place right now.
1: Uh, <laughs> Ron opens his gift, and she's like, it's exactly what you wanted. And it's like, all right, chill out,
3: Mom. I'm they to trying to convince you. Uh, Harry once again runs into Creature, uh, and then Sirius sends him away. Turns out uh, this is Sirius' his parents' house. This is where he grew up. Uh, he offered it to Dumbledore as HQ. Uh, and then we go through his family tree, which is uh, painted on the wall, or his wallpaper on the wall, uh, which includes... Uh, his de- deranged cousin, Bellatrix Lestrange. Uh, his mom, of course, he, he reveals his mom, of course, burned his picture off of a wall after he ran away. Uh, and he's like, he was a charming woman. I was only 16 when that happened, and she basically completely fucking burned me out of her existence. Um, and, and, and Harry asked him, he's like, well, you, when you ran away when you were 16, where'd you go? And he goes, your dad's I was always welcome at the Potters. And I think that's really, really cool. It's really cool. Uh, and he's like, you know, you two are really a lot alike. And Harry's like, I'm not sure. Uh, he's like, when we saw Mr. Weasley get attacked, I think I was the snake. <laughs> Uh, and then back in Dumbledore's office, I wanted to kill Dumbledore. And he's like, what if I'm becoming more like Voldemort? What if after everything that's happened, something inside of me has gone wrong um, and I'm going bad? And Sirius tells him again, just to back up the point that, was, uh, that we learned from the very first Harry Potter series, tells him is not the world ain't black and white, man. We've all got both light and dark inside of us. What matters is the part we choose to act on. That's who we really are. Of course, uh, Dumbledore told him that back in the day too. He's like, you chose to be Gryffindor. Your choices make a difference in this. Although, you know, we're all badass. This is just how we choose to use that. Uh, Hermione interrupts to tell him it's time to go. Uh, Sirius tells him when this is all over, we'll be a proper family, and they hug. Uh, and then we we end the scene on a, just a very subtle bit of uh, foreshadowing with Sirius's burned out face on the thing. You're like, oh, it's not going to go well for him no. toward the end. Sad uh, springtime, Harry. Leaves. Before we get to springtime, oh, though, Nick, oh, oh. let me tell you that
0: this episode is brought to you by Postmates. Andy. How often do you use Postmates? Oh
2: my God, way too often, Ted. Yeah.
0: What do you get with that Postmates?
2: I always get the house special. <laughs> mm-hmm. the house
0: special, no matter where it is. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., Gia. Sushi at 9 p.m., Joey. A breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., Kevin. And Damn. ibuprofen at 10 a.m., hey, you know what, me. I was going to say chicken, katsu, you curry. You can Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything that you are craving, Postmates, can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States and offer delivery from all of the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. It's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Service. Postmates will bring you what you need within an hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Wow. Postmates will deliver anything to you. I love that bit. That's a good bit there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code KINDAFUNNY. That's code KINDAFUNNY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need? anytime you need. That's an awesome deal, no joke. Postmate it, yeah, man. (laughs) Uh, Download Postmates and save with the code, kind of funny. K-I-N-D-A-F-U-N-N-Y. Also, shout out to HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. You get easy, seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. You can say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. You can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. Uh, Jessica Alba now has some curation there, too. So if you want to eat like the Alba, you could. Angel. Um, There's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian (laughs) and and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft (laughs) Burgers. Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Angel. Not (laughs) Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Angel is like the Buffy the Vampire spinoff. Oh, Oh, man. You can add extra meals to your weekly order as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need to. Gia's making some cherry balsamic pork chops with garlic herb couscous and roasted broccoli this week. The food's so nice they named it twice. What's up? The food's so nice. They named it. That's, twice. that's how you do Find it, it man. Fresh. Uh for eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash morning eighty and enter morning eighty. That is get eighty dollars off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to H E L L O F R E S H dot com slash M-O-R-N-I-N-G eight <laughs> zero and enter morning eighty. Uh it's like receiving eight meals for free. You're gonna wanna do that. You missed some gold. Thank you. (laughs) I'll go back and watch the episode. Oh, my God. That was really funny. Angel. I I, I looked at you immediately because I was like, I did not get (laughs) that right. I was like, is that just
1: a coffee?
0: (laughs) I felt that way. (laughs) You're like, Jessica Alba, what an angel.
2: (laughs) I was was like, like, angel, Jessica Alba. She has like cure. Angel. I looked at Carol. I was like, I I I couldn't tell if you were doing like a
1: Phantom Menace joke. (laughs) Dark Angel. She had that show,
3: Dark Angel. Didn't she also dress like an angel in uh, Idle Hands? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, There we go. That's why I said angel. She did. That's why I yeah. said go. It's a good scene. Speaking of beautiful angels, oh my God. Back to the plot. Uh, Hagrid's back, baby, and, and, and Harry's <laughs> yeah, like, dude, what and Harry's like, you know, Joe, uh, I got, I got to peace out because my boy Hagrid's back. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out what's going on.
0: He's so stoked, it's like, Man, damn, dude. But uh, when they get roles.
3: there, uh, Umbridge is interrogating him as to where he has been, and Hagrid lies and tells her he's been away for his health, you know, a bit of fresh air, and she says, you know, yeah, I guess as Gameskeeper, must be hard getting fresh air. Um, that must be difficult. Uh, she says, don't bother unpacking, which leaves very uh, and leaves very happy with. Her even going as far as spraying a little bit of perfume on Harry's or Hagrid's shack because it's stinky. It's uh, uh, Hagrid lays it down for the kids. Dumbledore sent Hagrid to parlay with the Giants to convince them to join the cause because the Death Eaters were there too uh, trying then to then uh, begin to join Voldemort's team uh, outside there's a storm coming, a literal and figurative storm coming. Uh, and then we get I what well, I think is just the coolest, awesome, one of the coolest dude. scenes. Really Where cool. we, fight, we, we, we uh, catch up with where Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange is. She's been held in Azkaban, and she's like in one of the cool like Azkaban prison garbs that we saw Sirius wearing in Prisoner of Azkaban. And then poof, just the fucking wall gets blown out, and then we see Azkaban just this we cool, finally like, see Azkaban yeah we yeah, see yeah, the pure like it's like this uh, t- triangle, triangle like, prism, building, fortress, prism thing. fortress in the middle of an ocean and part of it has just been blown apart and then Bellatrix just like screams and cackles as she's laughing so and good. realizing that she's being broken out it's like the raft and it's played by um, yeah. Helen Bonham Carter who is fucking awesome in everything so she does good. Uh, uh, Wait, course, everybody's Hagrid, looking at
2: their dark mark everybody's looking at him like she licks hers Yeah, it's like
1: sexy
3: but weird yeah like,
1: I like it worth
3: noting that uh, Hagrid was a little beat up as well Uh Seamus comes to apologize and he's like man we read the prophet it's just it's just not adding up and I'm sorry man I believe you now and Harry's like you're fucking dead to me go suck on an egg you son of a bitch uh, in the room of requirement. Harry and Neville chat about what's happening. What happened to his parents? Uh, they have a nice little touching scene where he's like, Bellatrix the strange has escaped uh, from prison. Uh, guess what? 14 years ago, she used the cruciatus curse to torture my parents uh, for info and basically torture them crazy. And Neville's like, I'm not really um, ready for everyone to know that, but I do want you to know that I'm proud to be their son. And Harry says, you know what? We'll make your parents proud. Neville. Like we're going to, we're going to make him proud, which is a good little scene. Uh, later that day, t- Harry teaches, starts teaching the Patronus charm. Uh, and it turns out Harry's the better teacher than Lupin all around because he teaches everyone how to do a Patronus very, very quickly. Says, of course, there's two levels. Uh, one is just a, a shield and the other one is a full blown Patronus. And one by one, the kids start mastering this, uh, which is really, really hard. One of the kids is like, well, oh, you could do that. And I like, did fuck not yeah, know where go. you're
2: going to go with that, Nick. What? When you said master, <laughs> like I just like my mind just as soon
5: as you're starting to masturbate. <laughs>
3: Is what I just showed you. The, yeah, yeah. You know what? Why don't you clean it up a little bit? Okay, this is a kid series. Uh, Hermione, of course, produces some sort of like otter. What, what's her Patronus Barry? Yeah, it's an yeah, otter. It's, it's, it's an otter. otter. It's yeah. a cute little otter. It's dope. Uh dope. Ron has a hound, and Luna has a little rabbit. Uh, turns out, Harry, yeah, great t-shirt. Knocking this out of the fucking water. Like, just crushing this until, of course, the wall gets blown apart. And we look through, and we see Umbridge. She's this like, I got fucking this. fucking bitch, dude. Hey, yep. have
0: we, I, I, we must have talked about it at some point, but like, it's not until now, really, that I'm understanding this whole Patronus thing like, fully. Have we talked about Kevin being a manatee? No, nope. no. Nope. Kevin's Patronus is a manatee. Oh. No, nope. no. It's, it's, it's a live at, at Alexis's wedding. We were all assigned Fucking. things. So I didn't know what this meant. Okay. Now I do. But Kevin was given the manatee. Yep. No,
1: no. That's like the what is it called? Fuck. Animagus. No, uh, no, no. It's, oh, that's it's, even worse. It's <laughs> it was your spirit animal. Mm. Uh, and the bitch that does this for uh, Alexis saw my picture was like he's fat give him a manatee I hate this woman <laughs> so yeah that's been a, that's been an ongoing thing Tim uh, I have to, uh, for next week I want you to report
3: oh, yes oh, thank god, god. I was wondering uh- oh look Porty's here too with a little cape hi Port Port
6: you mean <laughs> Dobby oh it's Dobby I'm sorry <laughs> Dobby I am Professor McGonagall that this like is Dobby. Dobby you're scaring him He's He's fine. Don't worry about (laughs) it. As you know, for Dobby to be free, he was needed to be given clothing. Luckily, at a show in Seattle called Pax West, a young man on Twitter, YKM, his Twitter handle very hard to explain (laughs) to Professor McGonagall, made this Milk Mommy bandana. (laughs) If found, call 1 800. Stop calling me. No, oh, he's scared. You no, it's his That's freedom it. now. <laughs> he's scared. He don't freedom, Andy. <laughs> Do you watch these movies?
2: God damn it.
1: To help freedom. I explained to you, you're not allowed to use the Elder Wand when you're doing this because you might break it.
6: Someone has misplaced my normal ping pong wand, and <laughs> this is the one I will
1: use.
2: It's on the ground. Porty pieced out so fast.
1: He wants <laughs> no. know
6: party. I mean, you why know, the points? Is I always do, Professor McGonagall.
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, known to laugh like that, uh, Professor McGonagall. Uh, uh,
6: uh, <laughs> A lot ah. of scenes
3: the first few <laughs> weeks. last just
6: now, the night was flying in on a broomstick from yeah. Seattle, <laughs> so, so she United hasn't Flight. gotten to watch this at all. Okay. But what she saw on the internet was something very special. <laughs> Tim Geddes, I am mm-hmm. awarding you and Slytherin 15 points for your excellent Fashion. I've often said it kind of funny. No. There are not enough Overweight bearded white men in thick black flame glasses yeah. And I am excited <laughs> to see it now because you look delicious they're yeah. blue, Professor they're blue. They're blue. Like it doesn't show on camera jackasses. All right. It's midnight blue It doesn't show it does. just like it just like his blonde hair doesn't show as much as it should either
2: Yeah, my dark don't brown break hair. that
6: wand I'm being very it's, careful with it, Kevin. I, uh, there's a
1: lot of problems. Also, maybe time to wash the costume. Maybe. Yes, <laughs> so oh, up. is it bad? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. That seems like too far. No. 15
6: points. To yeah. God Good job, man. man.
3: Professor McGonagall, you. everybody. Thank you. Professor McGonagall. Oh yes. my god.
2: I thought I would have gotten 15 points for my video I'd recorded at CVS. Did you see my video at CBS? Mm. No, he was flying. I was in the magazine section, and I was just looking, and there was a Time uh, magazine dedicated to Harry Potter mm. and the, the importance of Harry Potter. And it was just me looking at the magazines, and I went, Expelliarmus! Mm. And I did it really loud in the I CBS don't... and hoped that nobody heard me, but I think they did.
3: Do you ever go home at the end of a really busy day, and you turn the volume up on your TV, and then you come back into the room, and you're like, why is that so loud? Because your ears have readjusted to the quiet. That's what's happening to me right now. Yeah, it's, it was yeah. so loud. So loud. Yeah. Also, something is beefy in that costume. Yeah, there is a beefy entry. Yeah, it, it, be it, ti- it, it might is. be time. To- it might be time to. Shit, I don't want points off of. The right, he's, he's not listening anymore. After he's done with his thing, Greg goes on to the next thing. He's not paying attention to what we're doing.
0: I don't know that man.
5: Prince Forty was go. so
3: scared. Oh my god,
0: it was really. He was sad. so cute
2: though.
3: God. Also, I was so really
2: scared for that one. <laughs>
3: I, I thought Porter was going to piss everywhere. I was kind of worried. I'm glad you didn't. Back to the plot. Harry looks through the hole in the wall, and it's none other than Umbridge, and Umbridge uses, she's like, I got this, and she uses Bombarda Maxima and just blows the wall apart, uh, at which time we see that they've got Cho Chang, and she's like, clearly ratted them out, and Harry's like, what the fuck, dude? We made out. What's up, Cho? We made out, Cho. Back What's up in Dumbledore. I your wetness. Uh, up in Dumbledore's office, uh, Cornelius Damn, Fudge dude. is there. <laughs> She said uh, she's a wet. And they're accusing Dumbledore of moving against the ministry. And he's like, you know what? And Harry's like, it was my fault. And Dumbledore's like, nope, it was me. I ordered them to uh to make an army. And after all the list does say Dumbledore's army, not Potter's army. And Harry's like, fuck, you got me on that one. I yeah. didn't think about that one. I totally figured it <laughs> out. My, my <bad>. best. <laughs> uh, he's like, I told Harry to form the army because I'm moving against the ministry. And they're and they're like, Well, that that was easy. And Umbridge is like, You're gonna be arrested, and you will await trial and ask a man. And this is where we get the coolest line in the entire series, ladies and gentlemen. Don't even bother watching uh movies six, seven, or seven point four. Five, because he looks her in the eye and says, "You seem to be laboring under the delusion that I'm going to. Uh, what was the phrase? Come quietly. I have no intention of going to Azkaban And just then, the phoenix fox, the phoenix, flies in, and as he flies overhead, he clasps his hand and just pff, <laughs> gone. gone. All right. <laughs> and then we get Shacklebolt, who you know is one of his homies, just gives that little dig to Cornelius Fetcher He's like, "Hey, man." I know you don't like him, but you can't deny, he's got style. <laughs> I like, didn't like that line. Yeah, I didn't really? like it either. Oh, I yeah. loved
0: it. I thought it was he weird was right. and racist. It was,
2: yeah. Yeah.
5: It was just Weirdly oddly racist. placed. But <laughs> it was just
2: out of place for me. It was just like, oh, that's kind of Well, fun. I just
3: like they give Shacklebolt <laughs> something cool to say because he's a cool character.
2: Uh, Filch. He but, makes us look good is
3: what he should have said. Yeah. Men in Black.
5: Uh, <laughs> of course,
3: Filch puts up another decree on the wall and reach. Umbridge has replaced Dumbledore as headmaster, and then we get a, a scene of Filch happily taking down all of the paintings from the staircase, uh, and they're all, all the guy like, he tips them over, and they all fall out of it, which I thought was kind of funny. He's like, he's like delighting in their in their dismay. Uh, detention time. Umbridge watches all the students endure her writing torture, uh, except Cho Chang, who waits outside for Harry. Uh, uh, Hermione and Ron take the blame. Uh... But Harry puts it on himself. Maybe it's just better that I go at this alone. Of course, uh, Choi tries to talk to Harry. Harry's like, "Get the fuck away from me! You rat us out." Uh, Hagrid attempts to take them all into the Dark Forest, where they encounter a herd of centaurs. Uh, the Ministry has been restricting their territory so much that they're gonna there's gonna be an uprising soon if they keep screwing with them. Um, with Dumbledore gone, Hagrid's like, "Look, I'm probably gonna get the sack next, so I need you guys to take care of someone for me. Meet my half brother, Groppy. How is the CG as bad as it? As I have the no idea. In- Sorcerer's
2: Stone. This is really bad in this. A lot of the effects are actually pretty bad in this movie. Like really astonishingly bad for, you know, I mean, the fact that we had, we saw a hippogriff in Azkaban and it looked fantastic. This just looked like, I don't know if it was it being placed in the world. I think it was just the overall look of the thing and how just kind of comic and cartoony it looked. It was awful. Although the
3: centaurs I thought looked okay, but this one looked bad. Of course, Grappi picks up Hermione and she lays down the law. Ron tries to save her. He just gets kicked aside and she's like, hey, put me down. And it turns out that Groppy's not a bad uh, guy altogether. He just needs a firm Curious. hand. Yeah. He just is seems that? like a mother. Groppy is his name? Mm-hmm.
4: No, his name is Gropp. Uh, Hagrid calls him Groppi. Got it it. like a diminutive like pet in. name. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like close enough. Like I was just, yeah. I never caught that. Yeah.
3: Uh, the kids of course promised to look after him because Hagrid uh, is the only family he's got and Harry remembers seeing his parents in the mirror of er- said, uh, but this time Snake interrupts oh he's in his head again it's a memory uh, back in the occlumency class you're just like your father lazy arrogant weak and he's like I'm not weak and then and he's like let's improve it discipline your mind and he's like life isn't fair your father knew that and Harry's like my father was a great man your father and he's like your father was a swine and then Harry goes and does the spell which I tried to look up but couldn't figure out what the fuck it was and then flips the script and goes into Snape's memory and Intelligent, it turns out, no, uh, no it was, like, it was per- like
1: a reversal spell. Yeah, it's like
4: a. It like I think I think it was like Protego or something. Yeah, 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 yeah it was it's Protego. A shield. It's a shield. That's movie. what it
3: was. That makes sense because I, I was trying to look up the. the, the uh, yeah, Harry, of course, goes into Snape's mind for a second and sees uh an, a memory of his father being just a complete shithead. Love to Snape this. bully, and you're like, what the fuck? And it turns out, like uh, yeah, that's, that's not cool, man that's yeah. not cool is mm-hmm. that why Snape hates him crazy yeah will we figure that out later crazy. please love it Maybe. it's good oh, shit no. it's, fine. it's like the there opposite of I my saw coming you yeah, saw I saw it, yeah I knew walking was coming that was such a great call yeah. Snape uh, of course snaps uh, Harry out of his mind Snape's. and then he goes you know what fuck you we're done we're not doing this anymore and Harry's like no man we have a great chance here like I didn't know my dad was a dick we could totally bond and be like friends and Snape's like get the fuck get the fuck out Mr. Potter Mr. Potter get out well, well, well. Well, 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 Mr. Potter, Get out
0: of okay, my room. You
3: get, you do the first one was straight up Palpatine.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Harry sees Fred and George helping a small Gryffindor through the pain of Umbridge's detention uh, methods. Uh, she interrupts to fuck with them one more time and Fred and George are like, you know what, we've had enough of this shit. And uh, they get the great line where Fred's like, y- you know, I've been thinking that our future lies outside the realm of academic achievement. And George is like, you know what, I've been thinking the same thing. Uh, so during the owls, uh, Umbridge goes to investigate a sound outside uh, the hallway and just gets... The <laughs> bamboozled by Fred and George as they uh they kick by her on broomsticks uh, kicking up all sorts of havoc and shit with firework spells uh, they finish off umbridge with a giant dragon that destroys all of the decrees posted outside of the Great Hall this in the book is so fucking cathartic when this happens so much cool in the book because Fred and George just I don't know if you understand the gravity of this but Fred and George basically like have lit their entire academic career on fire and just leave Hogwarts uh, and then of course as they're leaving on brooms the kids go out to cheer and we see a giant W in the sky it's
0: like, all right. and I'm like to you guys. Should... I have mixed feelings on this scene because half of it is very cathartic and awesome and half of it's just like corny and weird like in a way that I feel like this movie so far hadn't been uh-huh. like when the dragon kind of comes and takes over and she's like running away yeah, it's, like fellowship it, of the ring it's yeah. very yeah. like like uh, yeah like... magic shit like you know it's not going to affect you like you're an adult. You're, you've been yeah. here. You've been yeah. here. Yeah. You know this. Yeah, Kids out. have scars in their hands right now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the
4: way they leave is a little different. Like, they do the fireworks at one point in the book, but how they like, they're kind of, like, final, like, thing is they basically make an entire swamp on, like, one of the floors, and it, like, it, they can't, like, fix it. And so, uh, yeah, they, like, kind of get, like, ran out, and they, like, even advertise of, like, ah, it's, uh... Uh, we we Uh-oh. now the, you can order like our products. We are Weasleys, wizard Weezes, or
1: something like that. And uh, they
4: uh, so basically they
3: left yeah. m- they left academia to start their company yeah. and did it with a bang. But
1: if they left the school without graduating, wouldn't they have like get lost their wands? Steve Jobs dropped out.
4: Seventh year <laughs> is optional and seventh. It's year, optional. Yeah, seventh year is only. You need to go for like specific. Um, uh, fucking like job
3: careers. Emphasis, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, yeah, do you want to go into being an or, uh, amidst the celebration, of course, Harry faints. He sees another vision of Sirius, this time being inter- uh, tortured by Voldemort. Uh, Voldemort needs that prophecy. Harry sees the orb once again through the tortured screams of Sirius, uh, and then recognizes the door. Uh, he's seen that door before. The door uh, through which the orb is being stored. Uh, it was the one where Cornelius Fudge and Lucius Malfoy were talking in front of uh, before his trial. Hermione, of course, smartly is like, dude, this is totally a trap. Like, we know that he's got so a connection smart. to your brain. Voldemort could be doing putting this in there. And Harry goes, either way, I can't take the, the chance of serious trouble. I need to go save him. Like, one or the other. Touché, Voldemort. Uh, they had, they're like, well, how are we going to get into the ministry? There's only one chimney in the entire uh, entirety of Hogwarts that's unsurveyed, That's not being surveilled, uh, which is Umbridge's uh, chimney. It's like, cool, we'll just head up there. Um... And uh, Harry once again tries to let the kids, he's like, hang back, everyone. This is all, I gotta do this. And then Hermione says, when are you going to realize we're all in this together? We and of did. course, unfortunately, Umbridge is standing right behind them and she's like, well, uh, that you are. And I'm, now I've got you guys. Uh, Umbridge has caught them with the help of Malfoy and the Inquisiting crew. Uh, she calls Snape, who comes in to tell her that all of the uh, Veritas serum has been used up. You used the last of it, if I'm not mistaken, on Cho Chang. And Harry's like, fuck. Oh, I if I'd just I listened know. to her... We could still be making out. Snogging! Before Snape can leave, though, Harry passes him (laughs) a very, (laughs) very very subtle message. Uh, He just screams out, he's got Padfoot at the place where it's hidden. And everyone's like, well, that's cryptic as fuck. Obviously, Snape is in the know. Now I can't trust him anymore. I love as, that Snape's just like, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking yeah, I about. Have no idea. Uh, <laughs> Snape plays dumb and leaves Harry to be tortured uh, to death in a room me full if of cats. I gotta go, real quick. Uh, as this is an, <clears throat> an issue for the ministry, uh uh, uh, Umbridge takes it up a and notch and as this is an issue of uh, ministry security. I'm going to use the the Cruciatus curse on you, and and uh, Hermione's like that's illegal, and she's like, well, uh, the ministry doesn't know. but well, doesn't her- know, and then puts his like portrait down so he yeah. can't see. Uh, Hermione, of course, thinks fast and she says, tell him, tell him where Dumbledore's secret weapon is. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course, that secret weapon. Uh, they take Umbridge out of the dark forest. But also, like,
2: she slapped the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, she slapped
3: him in face. <laughs> she slapped <laughs> Like, what? Takes him out of the forest and she's like, there is no secret weapon. they look down and they see the broken, the snapped off uh, uh, rope for where Grappy used to be held. And she's like, there is no weapon, is there? You guys are just stalling for time. That's when the centaurs come in and they're like, yo, we don't like you. You're the one that's causing us all this trouble and restricting our lands. And then uh, they start shooting arrows at her and she just owns their fucking asses, proving that they are, she is way more powerful than these centaurs are, even though they're magical creatures. She wraps the rope around one of the neck and starts uh, strangling it. And thankfully, Groppy comes in. Finally, and was like, hey, I am back and just picks her ass up and was like, I'm going to eat your face like I'm a titan. And I'm just going to eat you. And then uh, all that's that's the a uh, little bit of leeway that the centaurs need to go and, and uh, grab her, and they subdue her, and they carry her off. And as they carry her off, she says uh, she screams to Harry for help. She says, "Tell them, uh, tell them, uh, I, I'm. Uh, let's mean see. them no harm. Yeah, tell them I mean them no harm." And and Harry, of course, echoes her other words and says, "I must not tell lies." Yeah. and I let them just. Presumably carry her off and just fucking destroy her. Yeah. I'm assuming my in my in my brain, I'm like they're gonna just like draw a quarter, just like rip her apart limb for limb. Yeah. But I think they actually don't do that much to her. No, uh, they don't do anything. They don't know. No, wait, but they do. She ends up going to St. Mungo's. Yeah, I think they like drive yeah. her nuts.
2: Well they end up like she ends up getting arrested or whatever. Like it shows in that in the paper. No, she just gets fired. That's oh god. Heard. But I guess like, I, I would have expected the stories to be like, teacher's missing. <laughs> like, We found her remains. in the yeah, like- her. Uh,
3: Harry and the crew uh, meet back up with the rest of the guys, uh, Neville and uh, and Luna and Ron, who have outsmarted the Inquis- uh, Inquisitors with some fun candy. Uh, Harry once again tells them he's got to do this alone, and Neville tells him that Dumbledore's army uh, is about doing something real. You don't have to do this all yourself. How- and then they're like, how are we going to get to London? And he's like, well, we'll just fly, of course. Uh, they take the Thestrals, which are every bit as terrifying in daylight as they are at night. Why um, not just
1: go back to the flu Network? Like they were about to do that. Now presumably because the Inquisitors are there and like, but they're we'll like poisoned them.
3: or get the
2: brooms. I do yeah, It's they cooler this play. way. They
4: make a point
1: about the brooms
4: in the books. Uh, at one point during uh, lockdown. In a Quidditch match, uh, Harry and Fred and George like all get like permanently banned by Umbridge for playing uh, from playing Quidditch and because this, like there's like the this huge fight and she's like, Oh, I'm punishing you guys, but not the Slytherins and shit like They should have so.
2: just used the bloopity goopity spell to mm-hmm. m- magically teleport yep. them. Good
3: point.
0: Forget everything. Maybe they, could everything on the back you know, they can't apparate. They're m- too young. No, know. but this uh, isn't the apparition. Eagles, huh? This is a different it's spell, that we, we just, just haven't heard idiot. of.
3: Yeah. Uh, they head to Read London. And again, kind of <laughs> com slash events for that detail when we're going to head to London. Uh, the kids head to the apartment of just walk right in, which I thought was interesting, and approach the door uh, Harry's been dreaming about. Again, absolutely love the set design here. Uh, the kids enter into this room full of orbs, which is cool, and then when they look back, the door's just standing there by itself. Nothing behind it, nothing in front of it. It's just a door. Um, they start to... Uh, uh, looking through all the orbs. Uh, Harry heads to 95 and sees that nothing's there. No serious, nothing. Uh, Neville interrupts him. He's found the orb that has Harry's name on it. Uh, Harry grabs it and hears Trelawney's voice. Uh, quote, the one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches and the Dark Lord shall mark him as his equal but shall not have the power uh, but he shall have power the Dark Lord knows not uh, for neither can live while the other survives. And then Hermione calls out down the hall a Death Eater approaches. It's Lucius Malfoy. He does a cool thing where he takes the mask off. seems like a dumb move. Keep your mask He on, doesn't give know? a fuck, man. He's done now. He thinks they're going to win. Uh, down the hall, uh, Luth, and he said, you really should learn the difference between dreams and reality, obviously. Yeah, that was just totally a thing that, uh, a vision him. that Voldemort put in his brain. Uh, you saw what the Dark Lord wanted you to see. Hand over the prophecy. And Harry threatens to break it until Bellatrix comes in and says, just kidding, Knows how to play the game. Uh, this puts Neville on high alert, and he's like, I'm going to kill her. Uh, and Harry's like, wait a minute, why did Voldemort need me to come get this? Why couldn't you do it? Turns out, Uh, you can't, only a prophecy can get, it can be retrieved by the person for which it was about, uh, which is interesting. And then the kids realize that they are surrounded, uh, by death eaters, uh, and they start just fighting their way out. They're like, cool, we're going to stupefy these guys. And for a second, it looks like, Hey, they're actually holding their own, uh, until, uh, Ginny, until they start getting overwhelmed. And then Ginny, uh, shoots a spell out and just collapses the entire room around them. That's a big spell. Dude, she's a bad, That was, that was
1: the same spell she used to blow up that, uh, uh, dummy in the yeah, yeah, uh, very, very good at that one. Uh,
3: they run reducto. through the door, reducto. Uh, they all run through the doors, the <laughs> room is collapsing around them. Uh, but this time they go through the door and then they don't go back into the hallway, they fall into a giant room. Uh, at the center of which there is an empty archway that has sort of like a mysterious, like, and only uh, some people can hear voices, and only some people can hear voices, which is interesting. Uh, of course. The Death Eaters were only kind of placating the kids. They all swarm them in that cool, like, black, like, yeah. <sighs> like arrival smoke. It uh, was well, cool
1: Har- that they were also, like, grabbing them at that moment. Yeah. yeah. And
3: then when Harry gets to his feet, he looks up, and each one of his friends has been grabbed and uh, is now being held hostage by one of the Death Eaters. Um... Lucius laughs and is like, You stupid kids, you don't know, stand a fucking chance. You know what the hell you're doing with your stupefies and your mummifies and your levitates and your We're guardians. way past that shit. Bro. We're beyond it, bro. But to be fair, we're in the major all, like, leagues right all now. The,
1: like, uh, most of the adults are like beaten up,
3: bleeding. and yeah. so, like, They, they did, took a they couple did, cuts. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, oh, there's sure. that one dude with the beard that got fucked up yeah. a little bit. Uh, of course, Harry's like, Fine, uh, you got me, touche. He hands it over. Uh, but bef- as he does that, uh, Lucius turns around and who does he see? Sirius Black. And he's like, Get away from my grandson. Just instead of using gotcha. his wand just fucking punches him right in the face oh, yeah. which is great but I, do, I this moment wasn't as cool as I wanted it to be But uh, right? that uh, wasn't, wasn't as cool but the second the thing that happens afterward is the dopest moment that's just happened in this movie it. so far all of the auras start coming in riding fucking waves of white light yeah, yeah. That that's shit's cool. Cool. and it cool. is dope and they kick off the scene and they just start blowing each other up to smithereens and it's <laughs> the coolest fucking wizard fight we've ever seen in our lives
1: with the exception of like Malfoy getting shot where he goes Right before. Nah. It's like, why?
3: They blow <laughs> everyone away. Protect yourself. Uh, it looks like they're actually doing well. Uh, Sirius has an interesting, like, a great line here that I thought was very, very touching. Where he says, good one, James. Oh, Just so mistaking his son for, it's, uh, for his it's friend. It's one
4: of the very few things the uh, movie actually added that the book didn't have. Really? Yeah, that yeah. theme is in the book, but, like, that line was never
1: said. So that line like those is those, so fucking really cool. good. It's, yeah. it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Of course, it it's is
3: right before. Of course, bittersweet because as they start to get the upper hand, uh, Bellatrix Lestrange comes out of the shadows and hits Sirius with the Avada Kedavra curse that knocks him back into the archway and he disappears, presumably dead. Uh, he's carried away into uh, Did whatever's on the other side this. of that. And way too and fast. Really, really it so happened cool. so fast, That's and I was, was just like, like, "Oh shit!" And they're sticking to it. Yeah, didn't did not expect that at all. And Harry's like fuck, I'm going to kill her now and goes after her and uh and as she's chanting and singing I killed Sirius Black. Uh I think he uses the Cruciatus curse to stop her.
4: Yeah, he he tries to he but tries it doesn't, to. he doesn't really uh but it it doesn't, doesn't have- really affect her because one of the points that I think he was taught in Goblet of Fire is that you really have to mean it when well, you use the unforgivable. Well, oh, backed up.
3: That's backed up by yeah. Voldemort, oh, okay, who shows okay. up and says, "You've got to mean it." Yeah, she killed. She killed him. She deserves it. But you got to mean it, man. You're 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 your child's play here. and We're playing at the big boy level. Uh, and then, of course, we get to this is the chapter that I was talking about earlier, where he's like, "Shit, I've just been outsmarted." Dumbledore's here. He's or uh, Voldemort's here. He's about to kill me. And then, who should come in through the flu Network? Dumbledore. Motherfucking Dumbledore. And it just and he calls him Tom too, which I love that. I love. love, it. Yeah, I love. So he's yeah, like, right. You made a mistake, Tom. The auras are on their so way. So fucking good. And like soon they'll know and he's like, I didn't make shit, man. I'll be gone by then and no one's gonna know. They're still Dude, not gonna believe you.
1: Bellatrix's is like exit two was really rad. Where she oh like, yeah, slid on slides
3: the slides back Backwards into, and into just the and gone. Very very cool. So cool. Some notable moments in this uh, this fight, which is just amazing. Again, all diegetic sounds, no music underneath it. Voldemort breathes that the giant basilisk fire, which Dumbledore like uses and like slashes at, like he had the 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 sword of uh, Godric Gryffindor. Uh, they do the cool water thing, which encases him. Uh, v fires back with all the glass, and then Dumbledore uses the shield, turns so it into sand. Cool. Uh, and then of course Dumbledore uh, realizes, or Voldemort realizes that he has one final card to play, and says, "You've lost, old man." As he disappears and reappears in Harry's mind, uh, and Harry starts reliving his worst memories, so weak, so vulnerable Uh, and then Dumbledore gets down and whispers to him it isn't (laughs) how you are alike, it's how you are not alike uh, and then Harry starts seeing memory, happy memories of his friends uh, as they come in he, he looks over and he sees his friends come in and he starts thinking of all the happy memories he's had and then he goes he w- tells Voldemort you're the weak one you've never known love or friendship and I feel sorry for you uh, and then we get sucked backwards cool visually here with the exception of the weird like Voldemort <laughs> um. that,
4: that's another Tobey Maguire like walk on it's the bad. fucking screen it I don't sucks. know
3: why they included those it's I so bad it was funny wasn't <laughs> <But we get laughs> meant to be we get sucked backwards through Harry's memory as he breaks the image I, I like the image of him break like he's looking through. The, the Mirror of Eris ad, mm-hmm. and he's seeing Voldemort with his face on it, and then he just punches it, and he breaks it. And he's like, I'm not like you. I won't be Ew. you, uh, which is great. Bitch. Uh, and then uh, Voldemort comes back into reality and stands above him and says, you're a fool, Harry, and you will lose everything. Just then, of course, the Aurors arrive, led by Cornelius Fudge uh, via the Flu Network, and Cornelius Fudge looks up and goes, shit, he's back. <laughs> he's- <laughs> like, no getting like it now, yeah, no. hot. Uh, which of course then the uh, Daily Prophet we, start getting, we see the Daily Prophet has vindicated Dumbledore and Harry Potter proclaiming that the Dark Lord has risen once again back at Hogwarts uh, Harry packs his trunk for the end of the school year he speaks with Dumbledore one final time and Harry feels uh, that, it, that all this was his fault but Dumbledore explains like no it was my fault I made a bad choice uh, it was only a matter of time before uh, Voldemort figured out the connection and used it against us so I thought by distancing myself from you uh, it'd be less tempting but that was just the wrong choice uh, Harry figured out the prophecy means that one of them has to die uh, and Dumbledore uh, was like yeah we wanted to keep that from you because that's a really kind of hard thing to live with uh, we did not want you to suffer but probably would have been a real good motivator for Harry to train a little harder for those owls if you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we see Luna at the very very end putting up posters people stole all of her stuff and she's like it's all good fun but since it's the end of the year I, 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 you know I need my stuff back <laughs> we see her shoes hanging up on the rafter um, they're so mean to her They're so fucking mean It's like fucked up uh, Harry offers to it's, help her It's
0: really weird I don't like her character I don't really like her She seems weird in this movie Not knowing all the she's weird. Extra shit She's wearing the book too Okay She's a lover. weird girl Extra weird Where it's just like Okay why uh, it's, it's she, she,
2: see, I think she's adorable I think, I think
0: well, she's she's like, like, adorable Yeah too. she's
2: just like A very like Again, she's very endearing to me, like where, you know, she's aware that she's kind of being bullied, but kind of not really. I don't know. And and her dad
4: is like the head of the Quibbler, which is like this magazine that's all about like rumors and shit like that. So she has grown up. She has been raised by this person who like kind of make things up to like sell magazines and shit. So she grows up believing that I mean, I think he believes. Yeah, no, yeah, he believes all this shit, too. But he's like all of these like creatures and like weird shit like yeah. Like She's she the type would, that's
2: like, well, I don't have a cell phone because it gives you brain tumors. And you're yeah. like, well, that's not like. I but mean, she believes
1: it, you know? Yeah. I just
0: think it's another good example of like, she should have been in the other movies so that when she is here, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's what's, what's happening are.
1: for the future now.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. I, and that's
3: fair. But just in this movie, just felt really out of place. Mm. Uh, Harry, of course, helps her. He's like, hey, I can uh, offers to help her find her stuff. And she says, you know what? That's all right. The things we lose have a way of coming back to us in the end, if not always uh, the way we expected. And she goes, I think I'll we'll go have some pudding just says so I, yeah, yeah, I don't care i don't care about yeah. myself
1: she's she's younger right she's jenny's age yeah she's so i think that's uh, why we don't year, get sure. More of her. Previously. Yeah, a, a yeah we don't meet back.
4: her until this yeah. book uh, as well.
2: Yeah, I do. I do like that conversation though, like where Harry's just like trying to help her. Like hey, are she's you like sure it's okay, and like we can just go yeah. different way. It's really, it's really, really cute. That. Yeah,
3: uh, the kids, uh, the whole gang walks back. Now we've got the crew together, so that, so it's not just the three of them. Now we've got Neville and Luna and all those people behind them, uh, and Ginny as well. Uh, they walk back toward the Hogwarts Express, uh, and then uh, even though we've got a fight ahead of us. We've got one thing uh, Harry mentions. Even though we've got a fight ahead of us, we've got one thing Voldemort doesn't. We've got something worth fighting for. Uh, and the whistle blows on the Hogwarts Express as the kids climb aboard. True, true. That is the end. There's some good in this world, Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the end, we're just going to go to this weird place. Well, let's <laughs> call heaven. I fucking God is going go to
0: heaven. <laughs> Boss baby book
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got Gosh, you. I I like you,
0: did
3: you did it. You're an idiot. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
3: Boss Babies. He read the books. No, you got to do, do it again. Come on.
2: Boss Babies. Book Corner. Boss Babies. He read the books. What's
4: up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Boss Babies Book Corner, a podcast within a podcast where I share the most important details from the Harry Potter books that were cut from the movies. My name is Barrett Courtney, and this week we are talking about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which comes in Timothy at 870 fucking pages.
0: It's a big old book. That thing is chonky.
4: It's chonky, and it's the chonkiest book in the entire series, and the the, the time that this movie came out was the shortest movie of the series, but then it gets uh, beaten by, I think, seven part two. But it always blew my mind that this was the longest book, and at the time, the shortest fucking movie, and it drove me and several other people insane. Uh, Detail number one, let's just get into it. Uh, This is kind of more of like a vague thing. Uh, The major thing I think is lost in the adaptation from movie or from book to movie is uh we don't get harry's like inner dialogue or inner thoughts at all uh and i think that was really a detriment to this movie uh, specifically because this movie is a lot or this book was a lot about isolation and depression and we don't really get a lot of like harry specific um kind of uh the things that he is, like, personally dealing with. Like, it, it gets weirdly adapted. So, to me, he kind of comes off, like, more, like, whiny and it doesn't make sense and all this stuff. Whereas I feel like because we get his, like, inner thoughts in the book, it, it makes more sense of, like, why he's feeling uh, the ways that he is feeling. Uh, but anyway... Let's move on to actual details. Detail number two, when Harry gets expelled, Vernon, Uncle Vernon plans on kicking him out for using magic against his son. But Aunt Petunia then gets a howler that screams, Remember my last Petunia, which is which convinces Petunia to let Harry stay, implying that she knew more about the wizarding world than she was letting on, especially when she lets slip that she knows what a Dementor is. Like, Harry's describing, like, a Dementor, and she, like, finishes, like, one of his sentences, and he's like, how do you know this? And uh, she kind of mentions this uh, story of, like, her and uh, her sister when they were kids, knowing, quote, that horrible boy, unquote, who, like, told him stories about dementors and whatnot. And uh, she doesn't say it specifically, but she's implying that she's talking about Harry's dad. Uh, We then learn later on that Dumbledore was the one who sent the howler to Petunia. He had sent her uh, when he had dropped off Harry as a baby. He had like also left a letter, and in that letter he explained a lot of things. And this is a question that you've had throughout the series, Tim, of why does Harry keep living with the Dursleys? We learn uh, we learn that the reason why Harry was sent to live with the Dursleys is that the protection his mother gave him still lives in Petunia's blood. Uh, Lily's only remaining uh, relative. So as long as Harry is underage and call the and can call the Dursleys' house a home. Voldemort cannot harm him there. Petunia knows all of this, and it's why she, like, let Harry live with them.
0: Would be real nice too. Cool, something yeah. cool. like that. Yeah, and, it, like,
4: yeah. yeah, that's, like, very important, like, lore stuff, but it's also, like, kind of a cool character moment of, like, even though they've been shitty to Harry, like, his an entire life, like, Petunia still accepted it, and, like, she still had this moment of recognition of, like, this was my sister, and this is my nephew, and I've got to do what I can to protect him, even though, like, I hate wizarding Whatever, but this uh, was this was this the book where, they,
3: where she talks about like because they're very human at one point she gets very humanized. It,
4: uh, that's definitely hollows. Yeah. Is that definitely yeah. that, like, yeah. hollows? Okay,
3: that would have been cool to know.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, just I, like just like we found out that uh, you know, um, gosh, uh, fucking Vex. Harry's Vex, dad, Vex. dad is like okay. f- was fucking with Snape, yeah, yeah, he was like a straight up
4: bully and shit like that.
2: This
3: is the first time I think you've seen that, and I think that does get. More explored more, later. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. we found that out. I would have loved to learn. Oh, we ICIC. never find this out in the, you know. in the movies. Uh, uh, detail
4: yeah. number three: Why the fuck would they willingly fly in front of muggles right after Harry got in trouble for performing magic in front of a muggle? They make a point. They go up in the clouds and fly above the class. I know it's probably not an interesting scene to kind of shoot, but don't go to don't go against the fucking logic of what the story you're telling. Uh, you detail know. number the four: the uh, mm-hmm. Percy. You might have noticed that Percy Weasley was actually like working for the Ministry and shit. Uh, Percy Weasley had a falling out with his family uh, since he He's also. Really doesn't believe Harry and Dumbledore uh, because he openly opposes his family he is given a promotion at the ministry to work uh, right next to Fudge he actually used to work for Barty Crouch Senior in Goblet of Fire and the whole mystery of like Barty Crouch Senior like missing stuff like uh, Percy would be like sent in his stead and all that stuff but yeah Little little things like that. Uh, detail number five: Creature, the house elf's role is almost entirely cut. There's a point where Sirius yells at him to get out, which uh, Creature interprets as leaving the house. He then goes to see uh, some of the, the other uh, Black family members, like uh, Bellatrix Lestrange and uh, Narcissa, who is uh, Mel- Bellatrix's sister and also Malfoy's mom. Is mm-hmm. Narcissa a good one? Narcissa is Malfoy's mom, so no. Yeah. no that was a joke. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> But he was also oh bound by like house elf rules to like evil. not say anything about the Order of the Phoenix. So he can't reveal anything. But he helps with the plan to uh, lead Harry to the ministry. So after Harry gets the vision of like Sirius being at the ministry, of course, Hermione's like, yo, we need to confirm, like double confirm this with someone before we like go all the way out there. And uh, they actually like go through like the flu network like communication thing. And instead of, and they try to hit up uh, Grimald place. But instead of Sirius answering, it's uh, Creature. And Creature's like, ah, like my matcher left and he's never coming back and he's not long for this world. But in reality, Sirius is like downstairs or some shit. So like creature Fuck fed up. into like that whole reason of why, like all of these events happened. Uh, detail number six, Ginny is a badass and actually has a personality in the books. Uh, yeah. This movie is really bad at doing that. Uh, detail number seven, St. Mungo's Hospital isn't in the movie, which is where uh, Mr. Weasley is sent after he gets attacked by the snake. And it's unfortunate because we get a fun bit where he tries to, like, heal his bite with, like, muggle stitches and whatnot. And it's, like, a funny little bit. But then we also get a cameo from Gilderoy Lockhart, who is still, like, deeply affected by his memory oh, yeah. charm. And then we also uh, meet Neville and his grandma here who are uh, visiting his parents. So we actually like meet his parents who like we physically see like we're super so f- fucked up and, and whatnot. And yeah, where she,
1: she gives him the button?
4: Yeah, she just like kind of gives him the button as like a like a little present or whatever and you
1: really get the sense of like And like later you see him like he still has it, and it's like, like you can tell that it means a lot to him, and it's like, fuck, this is intense.
4: Uh, Detail number eight, we learn that Umbridge was the one who actually sent the Dementors after (laughs) Harry to silence him, because Harry was going against the the Ministry and what the Ministry wanted, and she's like one of them crazy bitches who would be like, yeah, I'm gonna send Dementors after you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, detail number nine, the Department of uh, Mysteries fight in the book is way more dire. There's a bunch more rooms, like, there's a room with a pool of brains that are, like, floating around. There's, like, a room that's, like, fucking with time, and they they break a, all the time turners yeah they break all the time turners but that breaking. they like push like this uh uh death eater into the time thing but it's only his head so his head comes out it's like just a baby so it's a baby head on a full man body he's like running around MVP. and like fu- fucking Funky people bunch. up there's like a moment where we think like luna is dead there's a moment where like ron gets hit by a curse that makes him like really stupid and he like puts his hand into the pool with all I the brains imagine. and like the no brain starts at, like <laughs> and the brain starts like fucking attacking him and all that stuff uh but anyway i thought that all that would have been really cool to see in a movie uh do detail number 10, Sirius wasn't hit by the killing curse, but was actually just uh, knocked back through the veil, uh, which was, like, much more terrifying, because, like, just because he was like kind of like pushed back into it, like Harry goes on the other uh, side to like see if he's still there, and he's like not, he's gone, and it's like kind of this accepted thing of like that is like a weird portal to the afterlife and death and whatnot. So yeah,
3: fucking terrifying. Um, well, don't they make a point too where he's like, I'll just go through and get him, and Lupin like, no, yeah, you can't yeah, go. Yeah, he yeah. he th- stops like, him. Like Lupin's like holding him back. Yeah. Uh, and he's and like, then, but I, he's just on the other end, and he's like, you guys, you can't go there. Yeah. they
1: never, they never say, but like or maybe they do but like they in the book they explain they're in the department of mysteries and this is one of the like super mysterious rooms yeah like like some crazy
4: thing is people are experimenting on stuff and whatnot so when you're going through all these rooms of like why the fuck is there a pool with like brains in it like you really get the sense of like what the fuck are these people working on like it's really weird Uh, and then the final detail I have is uh, Harry and Dumbledore's Dumbledore's entire meeting after Sirius's death is like completely different like Nick said in the movie Harry's like oh it's my fault and then Dumbledore is like oh no it's my fault oh I don't know how to emote because it's my fault and then like oh yeah the prophecy means that like one of us has to die at the end right yeah and then that's the scene in the fucking book like Harry is furious and like breaking shit and screaming at Dumbledore of like he's blaming Dumbledore like all oh, of this was on fucking you you made these decisions and Dumbledore's like silently crying like i yeah i made these mistakes and i'm fucking sorry uh and then the like other thing yeah we learned Trelawney was the one who made the prophecy uh we learned that
1: uh he has a backup prophecy too or he has the original prophecy in his office
4: no well he he was like made it so yeah he can like weirdly like recite it or whatever uh we learned that um we learned, like, implications of the prophecy of, like, Harry could walk away from this destiny, but he would just have to accept that one day, if he doesn't prepare for this, Voldemort will be more likely to be able to kill him and all this shit. Uh, we learned that one of Voldemort's spies uh, had overheard the prophecy being made, uh, but only, like, the first half of it and whatnot, and that's why, like, Voldemort immediately went to, like, go attack Harry, because if he had heard the second half, maybe he would, like, w- would have waited and all this shit. And then uh, one of the Find things... Find out the spy is later. Uh, and so... Uh, they talk about how
3: also Trelawney was, that's why he kept her around. Yeah, right?
4: like he knew like she wasn't a great... He knew like, she sucked, uh, but yeah. she
3: did the one prophecy where he's was like, yeah. maybe she'll be useful. and, away, like, and maybe she we does need, that other
4: prophecy later. In. And then like maybe we need to protect her and stuff. And then the last thing, uh, you might have noticed him, Harry's name wasn't actually like mentioned in the prophecy itself when it was being made. Uh, and that's because uh, Harry wasn't the only child who fit the description of the prophecy. And Voldemort actually had to choose between Harry and Neville Longbottom. Neville mm. Longbottom was like the other candidate for... This and something that Dumbledore points out is that Voldemort chose the wizard who came from more of a half blood uh family, like Voldemort did, because Voldemort's dad is a muggle, uh, rather than going after the child who came from a pure blood family. So, like, already early on, like Voldemort had already seen, like, there's something here with this kid of like why I need to take him down, but yeah, there you but go. It was
3: also like luck of the draw, right? Where he's just like, ah, it's gonna be one of these kids, so I'll just choose one, and that, and then that, because it could have been Neville
4: yeah it it could have been Neville but Dumbledore points out the fact that like Voldemort shows the child who came from more of a half blood uh, background right but anyway ladies and gentlemen that wraps up this week's uh, episode of (coughs) Boss Baby's Book Corner what are some of your favorite details that I couldn't get to leave them in the comments below because yeah this was a long one and a short movie Uh, but while
1: you're
4: you're at it why don't you give this uh, video like uh, share with your friends who also love Harry Potter and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already I'll see you next week for another episode of Book Corner but
2: until then Crucio.
0: Now it's time for the golden snitches. Get stitches. The Cool Greg effect.
2: Oh, I love that. That's great. That's even better.
0: is not it been that the whole time? Yeah, yeah. it's been that the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, really? Sh- yeah. I don't know. <laughs> cool Greg, what you got for me?
3: Hey, I man, I fuck with Voldemort. super tough, baby. I, I want to put some focus on... When JK Rowling finished making this writing this movie or whatever, she caught a tag in our hotel room and they left it there. That's pretty fucking dope.
5: <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Man.
0: Thank That's you. That's really cool. Thank All you, right. cool, Greg. I don't
2: know what that means. Dun, right dun, 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 dun. Oh my
5: god.
2: Welcome Pick to Rad up. Guys. Fine. There was nothing in there. Oh. Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys. My name is Andy Cortez, joined by my co host Nick Scarpino. Hello, we're off. here to we're a couple of rad guys here to rank some bad, some guys. bad guys. So far, the list is Baby V and the Funky Bun. Serious de motiers, Tom Elvis, Judas or Hat Guy and Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Where should Umbridge and Voldemort go? I think number one. To me, number one.
3: Yeah, they're number Good one. Just, for the, just from the, the, just the performance that this, the actor did, it's phenomenal. She, she brought that character to life and all of that's haunting. Uh, abilities and it's just perfect. And yeah. we
0: still get Voldemort and the Funky Punch. We do get Voldemort yeah, we get Funky the punch.
3: Funkiest one. We get the Death Eaters also. We get all Bellatrix. that stuff. Yeah. Bellatrix. Yeah. Bellatrix was strange. This Re- is really horrifying
0: all- group of people, but I do think that
2: like if Bellatrix was any lesser of a character, this, you know, I think this movie would have been super weak. Yeah, but she, uh, it was just perfectly played. She made you hate her. Uh, she gave you reason. Wait, to you're hate talking her? about umbridge. Umbridge, umbridge. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. I was um, like, Matt
3: Bellatrix really impacted yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the five minutes she was on screen. Um, yeah. The uh, I, I just thought her
2: performance was fucking off the charts. She's great. Yeah, yeah. great, fantastic. Really, really makes you feel it for sure. That's Rad guys talk. Bad guys follow us on Ragu Bagu Vids on Twitter. If you want to support that on Patreon,
0: eight hundred bucks. Somehow. Yeah, just give it to me. Seven dollars. That's it pocket. hit me with the haiku in review please
2: seven syllables in the middle you will need five for the first and last line if you're not poetic no need to fret it haikus don't need to rhyme haiku, haiku in, in review
0: haiku in, review. Haiku in haiku. review everybody now read Tim ladies and gentlemen you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to support and write in with your review in haiku form just like Clay Harden did Clay Harden says fudge is a coward fuck you Dolores Umbridge it's time to fight back. Jared Miller says, this book is the longest. The film is the shortest one. How did this happen? <laughs> How indeed. I'm glad it was a short, though. Daniel mm. Edmonds mm. says, why is there a pick of fudge on Umbridge's desk? They banging or what?
1: He nah. <laughs> <Baby laughs> just loves him. Loyalty.
0: Uh, fudge is giving her that fudge. <laughs> Beasinal oh, no. says, Sirius is Yeah, God, Nick. Sirius <laughs> <laughs> is dead. Like pooping on her chest. Or? Dumbledore Whoa, is confusing. Magical. Harry Luna ship. Um, oh, you're you're shipping Harry and Luna. Kcw says Umbridge is the worst. Centaurs are hella dope-yo. Jenny's a bad bitch. I think you mean Jenny. Ginny. Ginny. yeah, it says Ginny. Jenny, oh. she's yeah. a bad bitch. She's a really big fan of Forrest Gump,
5: ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that she's that doing
2: is. coke in the seventies and like banging a bunch of dudes, and and she gets AIDS and she expects Forrest Gum to still beat with her. And he does because he's a good guy. Yeah, it's like sad and but also just an idiot. We
1: don't
0: know. Yeah. Now it's time to rank the mm-hmm. Harry Potter universe. Bear, can you please bring? There's this a up? there's a sequel currently. Number one, Goblet of Fire. Number two, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number three, Sorcerer's Stone. Number four, Chamber of Secrets. Gentlemen. Where would you want to put this movie?
1: It's a tricky one, man, because this one uh, it gets better the more we talk about it, and it's moving up my rankings I think significantly.
3: Hmm. I want to put this at like number two. That's I what I was thinking. That's I what put I was this thinking at number three. For that last Azkaban. fight, the last the couple last fights, fight's were so just good. make this movie so cool. Yep. And I really do think this is a movie that opens up the greater, like, Wizarding World and really establishes all the characters. Um, Granted, that's just the book itself. But, like, I love that Neville is a real character now. Ginny's starting to be a real character. Uh, We fleshed out the gang of, of, like, ride or die, Dumbledore's army. Uh, We get a lot of lore in this. And just those last couple fights are just really, really cool. Yeah. I put
0: it as number two as well. Like, I just feel like it's going in the direction of what I like about Mm. this series and minimizing a lot of the stuff that I don't like. Um, the the them being more grown up and like fighting back and like learning how to like the whole idea of it's a war and like we're building towards an inevitable huge fight with these guys. I'm so hyped uh, to see where the, these movies go. But I thought this one did a really good job of keeping me interested, and I love the government school level democracy like weird shit going on. Very very interesting and didn't expect these movies to go that direction. I love how long it took us to get to Hogwarts in the beginning, but it still kept me interested. Every other movie, I hated in the beginning when it's like, let's just get to Hogwarts and like let's go. And this one was like them out of Hogwarts was just as interesting and they really built the world. Love the look of the um the subway and the all the Ministry of Magic stuff. It's just like I believe in it. It's finally the thing where my oh, this is as cool as you're making it sound instead yeah. of it being kind of like weird and quirky and this one does, finally doesn't feel little kid. It feels like we're making real movies.
2: Yeah, um, I, don't, I I agree with all of your points I, I really dig the I intro I just think you're completely wrong I just think, <laughs> you're, I just, I just think you're an I asshole I agree with all that it's just dumb. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I just still didn't find this as enjoyable as Azkaban I feel like Azkaban is still the one that I, I feel like Azkaban is going to be my you know how Nick felt about the first Iron Man and Fast and Furious and stuff like that This Azkaban is that for me where I felt like that was the most special one to me uh, so I still have this one at uh, number three I'll put this at number three Cool,
3: Greg. I'll put it at number three as well.
0: Mm. All right, well, it's time to vote then. Who thinks it's better than Chamber of Secrets? Raise your hand. Everyone raises their hand. Who thinks it's better than Sorcerer's Stone? Raise your hand. Everyone raises their hand. Who thinks it's better than Prisoner of Azkaban? Raise your hand. Tim, Nick, and Kevin raise your hand. Ladies and gentlemen, the new ranking of the Harry Potter universe is number one, Goblet of Fire. You didn't go for number one, though. Well, yeah, but... Oh dude, y'all you know think it? Could. sure. I guess you're right. You think it's better than Goblet of Fire? Raise your hand. No. No one. None of us raise our hand. <laughs> you're right. Good you're job, right. Andy. Yeah. Yeah, the new rankings are number one, Goblet of Fire, number two. Fuck's this movie called. Order of the Phoenix, number three, Prisoner of Azkaban number four, sorcerer's stone, number five, Chamber of Secrets. Next week, we return with Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Ah, it's almost over. Sounds cool
1: as fuck. Damn, dude, I'm <laughs> shocked. Like I thought, I I thought it'd be four three. Five. But I mean, right. this is number one yeah. for
2: Barrett. He loves this movie. But
1: he no. said, don't joke about yeah. no. no. he, he said, he asked <laughs> you not to joke <laughs> <drink> about that. <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, <laughs>
5: until next week. Wingardium, adios.